listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Y'all met the logical niggas is comical. The astronomical is coming through like the flu bombing you and then bombing your whole crew too. With the musical, mystical, magical, you know how I do. The word attack skills and vocabulary too. My rendition of this edition is so brand new. You're through. I make... I make the planetarium like intact like Doctor Who. So who? Who? Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast. Your host Rod and Karen. And uh that's right. We are back on a walking dead Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been waiting on it. Um and we have a special guest. You know, uh he's been on the show before. Uh we've been on his podcast several times. It's my man Leonard Brothers from the Look and Listen Podcast uh what's going on player cold chilling in the place to be yo i know that song but damn keith said a lot of shit i ain't never really read the words yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm like damn like i'm trying to get the words right and shit and get the cadence and everything i was like damn fuck you keith it's hard to do when you're not high as fuck that's how you do (laughs) you know he he just got high every time and that's why i came out that way to write that shit you gotta be high yeah, that's that's a lot of a lot of shit to say right there. What helps me is um doing his voice when I do it because you know he got that weird ass voice. So I be like, "Yo, mythological niggas is comical." Like he he had that weird ass. <laughs> the most beautifulest thing yeah. in this world. <laughs> the astronomical is coming through like the flu bombing you. Word oh, up! Lord. That nigga was so high. It's ninety six degrees in the shade. Uh, anyway, your blood on my blade. <laughs> <laughs> that whole, that was my crew for a second, man. I don't know what happened. Yo, did you see the cipher that they did on the uh, BT shit? I recorded it. I recorded it. We haven't watched it yet. I, I was watching uh, Flash, Flash and, and uh, um, Ages of the Shield. Was too. Definitely going to go through that hip-hop award. I love the BT hip-hop award. Yes, I, sir. It's crazy. They put it on the same night as the debate in Super Tuesday. I was like, they just don't want nobody to watch this, huh? Yeah. But I recorded it anyway. Um, but you can find Leonard on Twitter, uh, L Brothers Media and at look listen pod and uh look and listen podcast on itunes and stitcher uh leave them a five-star review listen to them uh you've been putting together some fire mixtapes over there lately yeah i was about to say we we every time i t- turn it on i feel like it's the choir storm <laughs> yeah and you know especially with the new intro and everything I, I i guess i went real quiet storm with that shit you know what i mean and when's when's the last time you've been on uh whiskey wine and moonshot i know you and karen have a, a rivalry going and uh it's getting kind of close there uh, it's not as recently as karen man i need uh sojo lady buddha and uh miss uh smart to to hook me up man you know what i'm saying i think karen is up by one on me man so uh, ladies let's let's do this oh shit well um they listen to the show so there's a chance that uh you know you might you might actually get hit up man you never know yeah man uh of course uh you can find this podcast on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leaves us a five-star review uh if you do that we will um read it on the air as long as it's not crazy uh you can also do stuff like uh vote in the polls at the blackouttips.com leave comments uh also they will only be published if they're not crazy uh email us leave voicemails under three minutes not 75 in a week um and all that kind of stuff you know we all at this point we have to we're gonna have to start doing it at our discretion because 
some of this shit is crazy all the attention we're getting but we do appreciate you know the people that aren't crazy to send in stuff man thank we you we do we appreciate it a lot we also have emails that we'll be reading on this show for people who want to give their uh response uh to the walking dead episodes and that's also at the blackout tips uh at gmail.com email so you can always uh hit us up there uh today's show is triple sponsored that's what i'm talking about you know what i'm saying did I already say the official weapon is a taser? No. It's a taser. And the unofficial sport? It's bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Mm-hmm. Uh, this podcast is sponsored by Shadow Dog Productions. They finally have an Art of Confession trailer on YouTube. Their latest feature film is fucking awesome. And here's your first look at it. Check it out on YouTube. You can search Shadow Dog Productions. Uh, also, uh, I'll put it uh, in the chat. I'll put it in our group uh, for the podcast um, on Facebook um and just give it a thumbs up give it a like give it a comment i've seen people have been doing that already thank you so much please continue to do so um the youtube channel is a a big way for them to you know show people that they have traction they have pull they have people that are, are paying attention to their product um also we're brought to you by bevel that's right this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. And uh, while you're saying goodbye to razor bumps, take some time out to say goodbye to irritation on your face, too. Um, check out GetBevel.com and use code TBGWT to get 20% off your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com uh and uh last we have a, a little bit more uh not that those other two aren't sexy no no offense guys but we definitely have a, a sexy sponsor um let's see how about let's play this one I woke up let me ask you a question are you getting enough i hope so probably not karen i hope you aren't getting enough because <laughs> we have to sell you some stuff and karen doesn't realize that <laughs> no i hope you are getting enough and you want more well i bet you would love to get more even if you are getting enough well right. adamandeve.com wants to give you more with 10 free gifts First, you get a sexy surprise for her. Secondly, a specially selected toy for him. And third, a little something that we both know you'll enjoy. Plus, you'll get six full-length adult movies on DVD. That's right, guys. You can skip the scenes and everything. We know you guys don't uh-huh. like to watch the oral sex part. Y'all like to skip straight to the fucking. Well, you can do that. You don't have to guess like when you're streaming on some website. And number 10, you get free shipping on your entire order. So what do you have to do to get your 10 free gifts? It's not that hard. Go to adonee.com, select any one item. It could be a adventurous new toy, a sexy little piece of lingerie, a movie, uh, some whips, some chains, you know what I'm saying, some handcuffs, some fuzzy dice. I don't know what you're into. Um, but you go there, enter all the code TBGWT at the checkout, and you get all 10 free gifts. Go to adamandeve.com, select one item, 10 free gifts, including free shipping. When you put in all the code TBGWT, that's TBGWT at adamandeve.com, and you will have it under control once you get that package. Control. I got it. And I've been 
right all right that's enough um but yeah man make sure you guys check out adam and eve man uh trying to hook you up and uh everybody should want to get hooked up uh also um just i would like to thank uh our girl olivia fem underscore esquire mm-hmm. you guys may know her as uh for this sweet ass birthday gift it's that's right beautiful bottle it's angels envy kentucky straight bourbon whiskey finish and port wine barrels i mean they tell you the whole process on the bottle like this is how <laughs> we, we made this shit in port wine barrels yeah <laughs> stirred three times a day uh, then set for six months um but yeah uh i'm popping this bad boy open right now for the first time smelling the court because you know i'm a, a bourbon connoisseur Mm. <laughs> yeah yeah that's strong singe them nose hairs get this up in here oh lord but yeah. I, I too have a drink uh if, if i could show my oh, this ain't whiskey wine moonshine man ain't nobody ask you what you drinking <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i'm just kidding Lynn. what, 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 what have, you uh, what you drinking now man ain't oh hennessy uh okay ordered for myself yesterday uh so i could be straight niggerish on the show tonight with everybody yeah i, I put a lot in here so i don't know how good oh this my he be. sure did <laughs> um yeah, you'll be 40, heavy-handed it's 86.6 proof i mean shit it's fucking with that loss in here you know what i'm saying hey, man look, let me stir this thing they like this nigga gotta go to work in the morning you know what i'm saying <laughs> right ain't like he got a quote-unquote <laughs> I mean, real job dude, i will be at our jobs but this dude will be at the house chilling right too. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working right now Word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you see what happened this is why i make the drinks people i make the drinks yeah, this morning i got accused of not having a not having a job i had to set somebody straight on that shit but yeah uh definitely understand let's uh go ahead and get into our review of the walking dead aka day walking i know that's what y'all really came for y'all don't care that i'm gonna be drunk during it do you well we will find out <laughs> that's right i missed that intro season six episode one. Oh, by the way let me mention this i don't know if i said it yesterday but <clears throat> part two of surviving is out that's good our girl reagan gomez who was on the show and uh reviewed fear the walking dead with us um part two of her survival series and uh man she is so good with them cliffhangers i right i feel like every time it ends i'm like oh no what happened next and then it's like, <laughs> right see you next week guys <laughs> you're like shit next week donate to the site um so yeah reagangomez.com go hit that up all right <clears throat> this is episode one of season six it's called first time again and uh it's directed by greg nicotaro or as i like to call him that nigga greg um yeah he do a wonderful job this joint got a 14.63 uh opening uh uh ratings uh which is good 14.63 million not as big as last season which i think was the biggest ever 17.29 yeah that was that was one of the but this this was good but when carol came out there with guns blazing yeah 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 so uh yeah first time again is uh the name of uh this one um and uh 
in it a lot of stuff happening happens uh basically i'll just say rick is trying to teach the alexandrians how to survive while also trying to pull off an elaborate plan to get rid of a danger of a huge herd of zombies that he happened upon out in the woods uh with morgan uh also uh that while this is happening uh there's a subplot of a guy who wants to take over uh alexandria from rick because he's so scared of him uh, a guy named carter um there's also uh you know subplots with nick i mean we really do pick up right where we left off and they have a, a kind of a new storytelling device of using black and white to go back and forth between the past and the present and how the events tie in together uh, i saw that this left some listen some viewers confused i w- i didn't feel like i was confused um, i liked it because, like for me personally it helped me follow the storyline like it was easier for me to follow it with the color i go oh okay black and white is old and color is present like to me everybody processes that different but to me it was that simple but i'm assuming with the color change and honestly let's keep it real a lot of people watch shows and they don't really watch the shows they're too busy doing other shit so they don't really follow the storyline of what happened you know that's kind of the look of the job when you don't pay attention yeah well i still enjoy that they were doing it um you know uh getting it live as, as you would um but uh yeah so uh first things first i'll ask both of you guys how did you uh enjoy the show overall and i'll start with you first uh karen i loved it all right very simple one this time what about you leonard how do you feel about the show in general i really enjoyed it as well it was a very good episode good start to the season and um i wasn't confused at all by the black and white shit i thought it was cool and it was it was a good way to to do it i don't know if they should keep doing it you know over the course of the season but to bring us back to up 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 to speed it was it was good shit you know i just realized maybe i had an easy time following it because uh i watch arrow yeah and arrow does that a lot and they yeah. don't use the black and white for that no, shit. No, they don't. You just see some shit and you be like, oh, okay, that's what that's what's happening right now. Yeah, you just have to get it from the context clues. Like, oh, Oliver's hair is long or right. you know what I mean? He's back on the island or whatever. So, so oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Hmm. Right. And for a lot of people, like I said, if they don't watch, you know, those type of shows, they won't catch on to those context clues. Yeah, that could be it. You know, I didn't even think about it, like I said. And it does and I mean we do have a whole heap of characters now. So I could definitely understand people getting confused. It's almost on some Game of Thrones shit at this point with all these characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, man. So, uh, you know, as always, we'll get into our scene-by-scene uh, scene, uh, breakdown of the show. And like I said, it's a little bit confusing because it jumps back and forth with the time. So I'll try to keep you guys abreast of what's old and what's new. But... uh my favorite thing about the way it started was it literally started at the moment the last season ended which is uh rick standing over pete shooting him and killing him mm-hmm. uh i think i think it was pete uh where he looked over at deanna and asked was it okay to do it and, and she said yes mm-hmm. and he pulled the trigger and right when he pulled the trigger he looked up and there was morgan looking at him like what the hell have i walked myself into yep um and i i enjoyed that they took it from that moment i thought i was kind of thinking maybe they would have a big time skip but even in the flash forward it looks like only a few days have passed like it doesn't look like 
there's any um you know six months or a month you know like last year when they came back from the fall break they was like a month had passed uh not this time um, yeah and and i like the fact that uh it was actually in color and it faded to black and white which i thought was really really neat it was a subtle touch but it right. was like rick in color shooting that person shooting uh pete phased the black and white and then now we know that the events back then are black and white the events currently are color right um all right so um it was you know that was that was dope um uh rick is giving a speech to a a large group of people now i mean i would say they gotta have about 20 some people it seemed like a lot of extras Mm-hmm. he's giving a speech at a rock quarry and in the quarry is a bunch of fucking zombies and by a bunch <laughs> i mean the most we've ever seen in like a bernie sanders rally <laughs> for support uh it was so many people man i like i like i think they said that it was a thousand people on the uh talking dead afterwards but they cgi in extra zombies it was like honestly if <laughs> I, like i never lot. even imagined for this show that we would get this level of zombies that shit like some shit off of that um that uh terrible terrible um brad pitt movie about zombies oh world war z or yeah z- that's I- how many zombies it was it's like world war z zombies yeah i'm sorry if i tanked that but i think that's the name of it <laughs> no that's the correct that's the correct name oh shit i was right yeah <laughs> <laughs> that shit reminded me of um the hard home episode of game of thrones you know what i'm saying the, yes that's that's when um john snow and all his boys they fought against the white walkers and the whites or whatever like when we saw that especially with it being black and white you know i mean they were in the snow when they did their thing mm-hmm. so the black and white kind of made it look like that you know what i'm saying and they were in this quarry and you saw all of the different levels of that shit and everything and then you saw the zombies like the fucking million zombie march or some shit and it was just it was just flooded with that joint so it, it really made me feel like you know that scene and i remember saying i might have tweeted it out too like this is this is just like that hard home scene from game of thrones yeah Yeah. and what i liked about it i don't know if people paid it attention because it was so many zombies so your eyes just kind of went all over across the screen then anybody notice the zombies doing a slip and slide in the background on that hill (laughs) like they they were hitting that because it was like a doom that kind of went down into the base of it and zombies were like hitting that shit and like water sliding down the side well that's what rick was saying um apparently zombies have been collecting in this quarry because they are walking towards the area where alexandria would be but they fall into the quarry by sliding down that hill and then they get stuck there and they can't get out but okay there's up on the ridge there's two trucks that are pinned to keep them from getting out and at the bottom of the quarry there's two trucks that are kind of pinned together where zombies can slide through but only like one at a time that's why they've been getting like one here and one there and they hadn't been getting a bunch right so his so the whole thing was he's he was like we need a plan to rid this quarry when uh of zombies now we don't know why he's doing this at the first at, at the very beginning mm-hmm. um and i and, and i'm not gonna lie i thought maybe there was supplies in the trucks that they were looking for or something like that i, I had no idea i was like just leave them in there because it, it ain't that important right but right as i say that one of the trucks on the top of the quarry falls into the quarry and uh because the the ridge under it collapses and now the zombies can kind of walk around and get out so they had no choice because this is supposed to be a walkthrough of a plan about 
you know about moving these zombies and basically they had to go live with the plan instead of just a walkthrough because now this ridge was open and zombies could get out yeah eric was like fuck it let's do it live yeah he said and he starts barking instructions and he's man i call him coach rick now yeah because he's just giving speeches like like coaches at halftime this is an insane world we have to come to the, for them before they come for us it's that simple now you on three you're gonna go to the left and you're gonna do a 10 yard out i want you to go straight down the field yeah. I'm, i want some goddamn blocking on my left side now. right and it's one of those things where if you watch football you can tell who's used to the coach because everybody was used to the coach just just took off and ran their plays right everybody was like what huh what huh looking like a freshman he was yeah like, but upperclassmen that knew the plays and shit and all the freshmen <laughs> were out there like you just said yeah right. looking like what what did he call again i, I, I don't got my handbook and you call, didn't call plays like this in my high school and shit like look nigga you're not in high school anymore this is the big time shit man <laughs> hey, hey carter was the worst one uh at the time i don't feel like we knew his name but he no. was, he was yelling out we can't do it we're not ready we haven't even gone through the whole plan he was just so vocal for a coward like for a guy who was adamant about not being able to do it he was not scared to tell the deadliest man in the crew that he couldn't do it come on and the thing is rick wouldn't have went live unless he had to it's like you act like rick was being unreasonable yeah they didn't have another choice once that fucking truck fell but he just decided the, now was the time to say that it, he was just chickening out basically and it's been a theme ever since we met the people in alexandria they just have not had the experience of having to survive in the most adverse conditions you know they're like uh uh they're like notre dame football you know oh. what i mean like they just they play a bunch of fucking gimmies and and then you know, not even a part of a conference once they get in a bowl game they get exposed <laughs> and we like oh okay it is what we thought it was you know um right. Take right. that golden domers yeah take that um the special effects uh on the skin pillin zombie that slid through the uh back of the two truck trailers right that that's some of the best effect they've ever had yeah oh my god that shit split in half i was like oh what's happening here um so then we cut back to the old school and it's black and white again and this is right after uh peter's been put down by rick uh peter for those that don't remember is the abusive husband of jesse mm-hmm. jesse the woman y'all all called a house wrecking whore. whore and shit right that's just trying to deal with this crazy ass nigga rick anyway so um gabe walks up preacher gabe freshly freshly off of getting his ass whooped by sasha but she let him live uh if, if y'all remember mm-hmm. man i wanted sasha to pull that trigger so bad my dick was hard i felt like scotty and them <laughs> new tech city yes <laughs> shoot that nigga <laughs> uh she wanted to too she let him live though um and end up praying with him so he shows up to the the meeting that everybody was having and this is after rick has killed this person and deanna looks at gabe and says you were wrong and he didn't say a word because he knew and he knew because sasha let him live it proved it all those people he called the devil and evil and all this shit they, those are the people that had his life in their hands they protected him even though he has zero skills mm-hmm. and then he, they let him live when he betrayed them he literally has zero argument about why them being bad people at this point right like, oh they they saved this nigga's life at least twice because when we first met this dude he was 
you know on a rock on fucking plymouth rock <laughs> yes he was pilgrim and native american zombies surrounding his ass and they came through and saved him yep he wouldn't kill he wouldn't kill zombies he didn't kill a zombie until last season exactly so i mean they've been saving this cat the whole time that's why like when he betrayed them when he was telling deanna about how evil they were and all that kind of shit that's why it pissed everybody off because it's like son you wouldn't even be alive you literally would not be alive right now if it wasn't for these people no they're not angels and they got some fucked up shit about them or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, son, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you be dead. So like, right. and yeah. and he's no better because he didn't help people. Like he he, he shut people out, his own right. people. Right. And that's really what he wanted to do in Alexandria. He wanted to get there, shut Rick's group out. Right. And continue his isolationist policies. This <clears> man. <throat> man. Um. So, um, Deanna told him he was wrong. Then they they basically were like take the bodies out uh abe abraham grabs reg's body goes and sits it down outside uh like the area where he got shot and he pulls out some brown liquor <laughs> looks he looks at reggie's wedding ring at reggie's wedding ring pulls out a little liquor and you know i think it said a lot because it looked like he was thinking he had blood on his face from when pete got shot and i really think he was thinking about his own wife and how she died and how pointless all this shit was and he was just drowning himself in his sorrows Mm -hmm. and this is like a montage showing everybody in like how they're dealing with grief ron who is the oldest son of jesse uh ron and sam uh they're all sitting on a couch mourning the passing of pete i'm assuming of course or just how you know even if he was abusive he still was their dad right right um and they're sitting there mourning that shit and ron gets up and leaves jesse calls out to him and he leaves anyway um glenn helps nick limp back into the sick ward and it pissed me off so bad because only glenn only glenn only glenn would save the life of the person that tried to kill him like even if glenn didn't want to kill the dude he could have like left him in the woods to die but uh no. nah they he helped him get all the way back to the sick ward right and when he got there he didn't even tell the truth about what happened mm-hmm. like, I was yo, into it. what what is it with glenn and maggie not telling niggas the truth man like mm-hmm. and w- when she sat there and saw gabe tell deanna all that bullshit about herself and the rest of the group she didn't want to tell anybody deanna's actually the one that out of that shit i think in the season finale last year and in this situation where this dude almost killed glenn and you know he he was able to get out of it or whatever i think maggie's the only person that he told and he told her like yo you could tell everybody else if you want to like why not be like yo this nigga tried to kill me man you know what i'm saying like i don't understand why they keeping secrets from everybody else and i feel like the secrets that they keep are gonna fuck around and get somebody messed up or killed and in shows like this i always hate the people that i feel like are are gonna be that type of way that's why i hated tyrese you know what i'm saying because i thought he was a liability to the group like so the information they they get busy glenn and maggie get busy when it's time to you know use the guns and all that but this is pretty important information that y'all are withholding from everybody yeah we'll we'll get to that too because there was another moment they had that kind of reminded me of that that's one of the things i thought was a, a issue for that couple but we'll get to it um so uh yeah she he basically said you know we got ran to by some walkers she was like like you got shot he said i got wing but it ricocheted and maggie got ready to turn to nick right then and, and then uh he stopped uh he stopped her from questioning nick uh uh glenn did and 
that made me think that maggie did know he went out there after nick or something she knew she right. knew nick had done something to him because zombies don't got guns um right and so then uh right before they could really get into it uh eugene walks in and tara's awake like and they all ah. notice tara's awake uh glenn glenn notices it nick notices it um and both of them uh probably have been worried about it and feeling guilty about it because i believe they were on the same supply run when she got fucked up anyway they was so um along with uh the dude that tried to kill glenn and he's nick and yeah right he's the reason why noah died you know he he caused all the problems all that shit so then eugene comes in and he sees it he says he's like oh my you know she's awake and then she goes thank god your hair didn't change which relieved a lot of tension ah, yes, it did. in the room because it was getting pretty tense yeah. um carl was hanging out with that young tenderoni i forget her name young tender i think her name is enid enid yeah, yeah he was out she there up to it. something i don't know what she up to but she up to no good i don't trust her nobody trust her why I, what what do you think she's up to I don't trust her I, I, because just she almost seemed like she is not a part of Alexandria like and it was like I don't know I don't remember if they found her or she walked in there well they did uh, I guess they yeah they did find her or whatever she's not part of the original people that that were in that settlement right and, it, and it's almost like she's not doing anything to really blend in to be accepted she's almost in office she runs off and you know don't tell nobody she's gone and come back you know it's like i what are you doing are you running telling somebody like like i I just don't trust her what if something bad just happened to her and she don't trust people that's what i keep thinking about like maybe she had a really traumatic time when she was out there and she's like I don't, I don't trust or fuck with anybody like i'm never gonna put myself in a position uh where i have to trust these people yeah i could see that being the case i mean i think the the thing with her is like we don't really know what the fuck is going on with her like, yeah we've seen her a few times but we really don't know much about her and when we when we have seen her she really hasn't given up much information and she's kind of had an attitude and all of that so i think that probably turns a lot of people off but then also the fact that she's kind of like an enigma right now so hopefully we'll find out more about her um i think we will i think we will you know what i mean yeah you're right so you know we'll we'll probably see um what the deal is with her yeah that well the, the other thing is i think they want us to be suspicious of her yeah you know like maybe they're trying to mis mislead her or something i don't know but uh you know i think a lot of people are being suspicious of her because they want us to be and maybe it'll, it'll turn out to be something but at this point i'm just starting to think like they're making her so suspicious that i'm like well maybe she's maybe we're, uh-huh. we're just being misled and that's true you know what i'm saying because it's so obvious that she must be up to something that i feel like we're just gonna find out like she's just fucked up because the world is all <laughs> fucked up she saw something fucked up and she don't want to get too close to these people right uh, or maybe somebody in the camp is doing who knows i don't know anyway right. so true true but i still don't trust her but yeah true oh <laughs> uh, yeah i'm not i'm not trying to tell y'all <laughs> to trust her i was just only saying hey i'm not anyway we, you get it um so uh yeah uh morgan is now sitting in a room with daryl and uh and uh rick and he said to rick you were right it wasn't over and rick turns around this is of course right after shooting pete Mm -hmm. he says we should talk more in a while listen 
i don't take chances anymore and then the scene kind of changes uh to abe who's and this is all still black and white still flashback abe who's now drunk as shit Mm -hmm. the brown is empty yes it is he sat reggie's wedding ring or maybe his own wedding ring on top of the bottle and it fell the first time and he put it on there sasha comes walking by with her gun and he hit her with the peace sign it was mad it was like that awkward shit that like when white people say uh what's up to you at work and you like i know you only said that because i'm black right because you told everybody else in the room hello ah! <clears throat> you know what i mean like hey bob hey john uh what's up leonard yeah <laughs> exactly like yo you don't even talk like that man Just right say, Hold it in. let's keep it moving man. yeah man so he hit her with that peace sign <laughs> and she gave him the look like nigga and <laughs> then she gave him the peace sign back and then he, I, I don't know if he would notice this he did the pound to the chest afterwards <laughs> he was like my black friend yeah, yeah go back and rewind that y'all that was good he learned all the black shit he gonna say bye felicia before the season is over <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um uh then we cut back to the color the current day you know which is probably like three or four days later and there's so many extras in the cast i'm just like a whole lot of people are gonna die this season got to they introducing too many new people all these motherfuckers can't live no way uh amc ain't writing f- checks for all these fools yeah oh, especially <laughs> the brown people uh they cover and then uh in the current day we find out that glenn has a mission to uh to clear out a tractor dealership of uh zombies and they said it's the key to the mission because uh which which apparently requires him trusting nick because nick the guy who got noah killed wants to redeem himself and he's doing everything uh glenn tells him to do which makes him glenn's white slave that's what i was calling him oh yes glenn owns a white slave and i was here for it uh now he's not a good white slave like most typical white people he don't know what to do and he's not he doesn't do what's to what he's told and glenn is not the kind of master that'll beat him but i did appreciate him having a white slave um <clears throat> rick uh put morgan on house arrest uh till he can uh trust him again and he told daryl as much daryl was sitting outside working on his bike or whatever and rick basically told him like you know i put morgan in this house and daryl's like so you basically locked him up and he said you know even though it's a house and it's got you know a, a couch and shit it's still like he can't leave the house so he basically on house arrest um and rick basically told him like morgan told me what happened which which says a lot to me it says daryl didn't tell rick what happened yet now maybe it's because they didn't have time or what or maybe he just really didn't want to tell rick that he got ambushed they almost got killed by those w people they saw that zombie that was naked and had a w in her head and was still alive like well still a zombie you know like they didn't kill it so it made me wonder was daryl keeping that information from rick because he wants to continue doing that job and if rick knows how dangerous it is and that there's these people out there he'll yeah. tell daryl to stop right so yeah, likes that job because he volunteered for it when um uh those two guys that recruited them he wanted right. to go out with them you know what i'm saying so he doesn't like being stuck in those in that, right exactly in those he walls. Likes being about and everything so i think he he does like that job but yo to go back real quick to um yeah the organ thing uh 
I must have missed what happened. Like, why was he like that? Why did Rick do that? Rick, to him? Rick said he doesn't take chances anymore. Okay. And basically, uh, I think they said it later. He was gonna have to get to know him all over again. That's actually what they why they named the episode that. All right, all right. Because uh, they were basically looking at it like, hey, this like this just like the first time we meet as far as I'm concerned. Right. Because remember last time we was at that house, nigga, you tried to kill me. I right. forget. Morgan was also crazy as fuck and stabbed the shit out of Rick. And clear cat shit. This yeah. nigga was gone. He was gone. Right. So I, I mean, Rick should not have trusted. And Morgan was uh, very understanding of it too yeah he's like yeah man yeah i know i know. was crazy i was crazy right. as fuck yeah uh, so um <laughs> by the way for comic book readers i just gotta say this version of morgan so much better than the comic book version yes it is no offense but the comic book version of morgan not a badass completely fucking crazy mm-hmm. like i like this version way that, more yes me too uh so rick basically told daryl look I don't want you going on patrols anymore. We don't need any more new people. No new friends, nigga. 2015. Ah! That's my rules. You know, um, and Daryl was like, and he said, you got a problem with that or you feel some way about that. And he said, I do. So Daryl's like, nah, I do want to keep going out and getting new people. Uh, to which, you know, Rick, it was funny because <laughs> Daryl so quiet. He didn't really have a full blown argument. He just told him like, I, I don't agree basically and was like i'm done with it like <laughs> went on about his business. i said what i said you know you said what you said ain't shit gonna change but nah i don't agree i think we should keep recruiting people um and he's the type of person when he speak up you go you really mean this because most of the time you you don't speak on things he's mm-hmm. one of those people that like when he makes a statement you notice it you know what i'm saying right he's, and he's, especially he's if it's quiet, but yeah especially yeah. if it's buttonhead with rick yeah he like, looked at Rick like, look, I ain't gonna beat too many more motherfuckers. All right. right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I noticed too, Rick said, I'm gonna tell Deanna we don't go looking for people anymore. Which tells you right there, Rick's the real one in charge. Like Deanna losing Reg and realizing how wrong she was about Rick yeah. really just made her step all the way back and say, it's your way. Uh, just tell me what to do to help you. Because De- he didn't say basically, I'm gonna tell Deanna and hopefully she'll go along with it he's just like yeah i'm gonna tell her we ain't doing that shit and he already had complete confidence that she would listen to what he had to say yeah he's he's definitely at peak caucasity with his uh colonizing abilities right now he's just like yo i discovered some new shit we just discovered alexandria and uh this is the way that we do things here yep <laughs> yeah and there's also one of those things too but i think especially after her husband died she was like, you know what? We didn't know what the fuck we were doing. And they've been out there and we've been blind to a lot of shit. And I think she's grieving too. Oh, yes. definitely. Yeah. So because she's grieving, she's like, I really can't focus on what I need to do. So I'm going to put this in your hands. Yeah, it's a lot of shit coming at her all at once. You know what I'm saying? She's got a, you know, like you just said, she's grieving her husband. That's a real emotional thing. And seeing just the, the harsh reality, like, yo, we really have been sheltered in here. And we don't know what we're doing, you know what I'm saying? And so she also had just lost her son. Yeah, and her that's son right. too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, her son was one of those guys that got killed on that uh, that raid or whatever. So because, so. because yeah. of what you might call it, fucking around. I forgot that nigga got him killed too. That's right. Hey, yo, I don't trust home, yo. I I think like he's he's you know so called listening to Glenn and doing all that shit right now. But I don't trust that dude. Karen yeah. mentioned she doesn't trust um, Enid. 
i don't trust this cat nick man i don't think anybody is supposed to be trusting nick right now i think because he's trying too hard his whole thing is to try to he wants to overcome his nature his nature should be to sit his ass in the house (laughs) exactly because he's just not built for these bodies man um so we go back to the future and uh it's in color again abe is worried about sasha there part of the plan is for sasha and abe to be in a car and to lead the zombies out of town 20 miles or whatever and so they're riding along making sure that the zombies don't get off track uh and this they're driving kind of fast to get to like a certain spot they've marched each spots with like helium balloons mm-hmm. so now when people were like what the fuck were those balloons from last season well apparently they found a use for those yes, uh they did <laughs> when that fight between rick and pete was in the street and everybody talked about those fucking balloons uh i guess they found a, a use for the fucking balloons and now. it wasn't for a kid's birthday party you know how they put them out there so the parents know which house to stop That's at i thought it was for i was like oh we having a party in the, in the z a right now <laughs> <laughs> um so but they be party right <laughs> well the party ain't a party till the zombies come through <laughs> uh but yeah so they um they're driving and abe asked her was you good he said you good she says yeah i'm trying uh sasha's basically like uh, you know i'm not trying to just be an angry suicidal motherfucker this year <laughs> yeah last season and, she was on edge and then after she thought about it for a second she said if you so worried why the hell did you call, get into the car with me right <laughs> and then abe was quiet for a second and I was like, yo, that's that's what happens when you date these black women, man. They be thinking. <laughs> they just they just be throwing these accusatory questions out there thinking yep. you could just turn the music up. <laughs> um so yeah, she said she thought about some more. She said, Listen, doing something as big as this, that's living. And as big as this is obviously whatever this plan is to get these zombies out the quarry. Uh and then they arrive at the red balloons, which is their stop to wait on the zombies for them to lead the zombies out of town um meanwhile we go to a flashback uh rick walks into the the house where morgan is um prisoner basically uh, on house arrest and he watches morgan do some bow staff training that he learned from a friend mm-hmm, that's gonna be interesting which rick says uh before or after and morgan doesn't want to answer his question so rick's like hey now remember i asked you answer which is a callback all the way to the first time rick met morgan morgan said that to rick mm-hmm. damn that's a, uh, i forget who told me was it jamel uh my bell on twitter told me that and i was like yo i had totally yeah. fucking forgot with about that, that with shit them, uh, walkie talkies yeah totally I talkies but I, I don't remember the that line i yeah. remember that on the walkie talkies man he was trying to get information from rick and he hit him with that i asked you answer like you know hey let's be polite now we're trying to work this out we gotta trust each other a little bit right because he didn't trust rick when he first showed up on the scene with his son right it was so yeah call back all the way to that man that's why i fucking love this show man that's good shit yo um so um morgan basically told him it was after everything that he a friend taught him i was like okay so he must have met up with a friend that had three brothers and a rat uh training them yeah eating pizza uh he must have learned that both staff from donatello um and he was real understanding about rick putting him in the cage he said we got to get to know each other for the first time again um and rick was like basically yeah that's what's going on Mm -hmm. uh we cut to the gate 
and at the gate eugene is walking around standing doing gate duty <laughs> when somebody knocks on the gate and says hey man let us in and he opened up the gate a little ways to see who it was and it was dr dre in a shenane wig ha! straight out of compton straight out of compton talking about he heath <laughs> and uh he was like you know uh and i will say this for people that read the comics damn he looks just like he 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 does he does and i remember when they were doing a preview they had a few seconds of him shooting beside glenn and i was like that's what you call it from the comics and i don't think you've seen it so i didn't i wasn't sure because it was like a real like quick snap but when i seen him i was like oh shit yeah so and I, this oh go ahead go ahead no, i was just gonna say i don't I don't read the comics or whatever, but somebody on Twitter posted a picture of the comic version of him alongside of the uh, the one that we saw on the show, mm-hmm. and it was spot on, man. Yeah, they spot do. On. They look exactly like. And uh, it's not like he did some crazy like important character or anything, but it was just like a cool, like oh, cool, they doing something from the comic books. Um, so Eugene basically was like, I can't let y'all in, and, <laughs> and, and that voice. Some people were like, where were these people during the time they were there? Guys, they haven't been in Alexandria that long. Right. Like, that's that's what's crazy. If you go back and look at the continuity of what was happening there, shit was happening within days. Like, we watched days of events, not months, not Mm -hmm. weeks. There was a 30-day break between them leaving Atlanta to get to Alexandria. Right. But if you actually look at once they got there, shit was happening so fucking fast. If if they've been, they have not been there that long, and it's just one of those things where, um, that's one of those things where people sometimes don't pay attention because after they let him in, they talked, and he basically explained, hey. Okay, go ahead. Huh, hey we've been on the run so it's like yeah they kind of explained that right well what i was gonna say though is also in the last two episodes of last season those was happening in like a day yeah they did in a day but people you know what don't i mean realize that. it just seems faster right uh i mean it seems slower but it's, it's actually fast um anyway so apparently uh heath and his crew have been on a run uh for uh a few you know whatever a week or so and they did they arrived they had left before rick and them got there and uh, and had come back after rick and them were there and eugene wasn't gonna let him in he said if i let you in how do i know you're not gonna kill me uh which is a real good simple question and he said i'm not but the longer you keep me out here the more it's making me want to kick your ass to which eugene decided uh after his running with abe he was done with getting his ass kicked so he's he opened it up he opened up the door for heath he believed him yeah um and he asked what were you doing uh heath asked eugene what are you doing on gate duty and eugene says um holly who we've heard about twice now but never seen i don't think Mm-mm. uh holly apparently took a break from gate duty and told eugene to take a spot for five minutes or something but is she a ghost girl like <laughs> i don't know but apparently she left him there for way too long and right um, he, she had no business being on duty right and so then uh heath goes how or Heath introduced him to uh, a couple other people in his crew uh i don't know why i'm drawing a blank right now but um they basically say where's uh how many people in your group he says 13 uh 12 because noah died mm-hmm. and then she says i'm sorry which is you know a thing that we're getting used to in the z-pock you say you don't just say somebody died it's just as soon as you say somebody like yeah. something like as soon as you slip up a little bit people are like oh that motherfucker dead okay 
um, um yeah. he's had he had another black dude with him and a woman with him um, yeah mm-hmm. in the uh, nina show and they were talking about they said that the guy the other guy mm-hmm. is actually um the woman who plays sasha's husband in real life so oh that, really yeah that was a little fun fact that they dropped on their show or whatever they said that that mm-hmm. dude is actually um sonequa martin green's real life husband or whatever so well fuck Ooh. that nigga there that lucky <laughs> ass nigga oh oh nigga bama ass motherfucker don't nobody Aww. like you I you think you down the goddamn right shit. i hope zombies what? eat your face nigga that's right <laughs> uh so um man she is bae anyway um <laughs> even in a z-pock man you know what i'm saying they be trying to make her look bad yo and that's the thing too like so they got like she look she's still looking good yeah, Sean is still looking good or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they got her fake locks looking good. Yep. I'm my man Heath had the new growth on his shit, man. Like the those cornrows <laughs> or whatever he was wearing. He had time to he man. had time to put no castor oil in and he been out in the woods. Right. He don't know where the shea butter is hidden. That's what he was going for on the ah. run and he couldn't find none. <laughs> I need I need um Sasha or Michonne or there was that other sister that that we saw a little bit later in the the meeting or whatever. I need one of these black women on the show the to side. take those braids out, scratch that nigga's head, wash that shit, and rebraid it for him. Man. Yeah, he needs some coconut oil or something. <laughs> yes, he does. He's like, damn man, I ain't got no coconut oil. They're like, hurry up, Heath, we gonna die. Ah, wow. uh, hold on, just let me look in this Walmart a little bit longer. Like, and fucking with these white people got my shit looking terrible, baby. Right. It's looking bad. Don't worry, I got you some grease. Grease is not gonna work. <laughs> I hate grease. That's, yeah, right. they got this nigga some fucking uh cooking grease or something like right. that. Here's some no. va- here's some Vaseline for your hair. Oh lord, <laughs> right. I can see that now. They got him the big the um bottle of the big the magic blue stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no blue magic. Blue magic. They got that just for me for him. No, no, yeah. no, just for me. So, uh, <laughs> if that nigga come back next week with a perm, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I will fucking die. Oh. Yes, Karen? Oh, fall out. Yes, she's gonna be flowing and shit. Ain't yeah. nobody gonna know what happened. Um, so, alright, so, uh, Eugene, um, tells them they need to go talk to Deanna if they want information on what's been going on in the, in the crew. Yeah, that was an awkward conversation that they was having. Because- well, before he leaves, he says, uh, <laughs> He was like, I just want you to know I, I, uh, it's good to see somebody like me. And he turned around like, what the fuck you mean? And he was like, oh, I respect the hair game. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the first time that Eugene, I mean, that he looked like, I really should cut this shit off. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. like, the dude with the mullet is complimenting my hair. Come on. Something man. wrong. Mm-hmm. Something wrong. I bet you got mad. He was like, fuck, I should have got that comb. Uh, Eugene was just, uh, oh wait, so, uh, Rick, take les morgan out and they start walking around he gives them the rundown on alexandria how they met how they got there what they've been doing and they're trying to get the alexandria people up to speed and help them survive because they realize they don't have the skills and he says but it might be too late and then um morgan's like too late for what and he was like basically too late for them to learn to survive like you know it's, I'm, i want to help them but rick, rick is real pragmatic at this point where he's like look people gonna die and mm-hmm. these motherfuckers don't know what they doing dog nope uh so then he saw father gabe walking through some trees behind the church and rick just don't like that nigga no more and mm-hmm. i don't either nope. he stopped no what mo. he was doing mid-stride and walked his ass up there to be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> yeah he, he is on his shit list and gabe was up there with tobin and they were both cr- digging two graves to bury pete and reg 
to which rick was like nah you can bury reg we're not burying killers here uh him to say that shit right for rick (laughs) the man that is basically covered in the blood of people he's had to kill um to say that said that about yeah and he killed pete by the way right (laughs) pete is dead because of you sir right um and gabe and and tobin both cuban beat the shit out of him they was like okay then and kept digging right they was like you don't run shit here and that's when deanna walked up and said yeah he's right i'm with rick we're not burying killers here now she might be a little bit biased right since one of the people that's dead is her husband and the other guy who killed him is gonna get buried right next to him and she's like fuck that noise um so they still they decided that they're gonna take uh pete's body and bury him outside uh up to the west a few miles down the road and while this is happening ron who is pete's son pete and jesse's son and stuck out the house ran out the house earlier is watching this from behind the trees and this is all still in that flashback um and he hears how they talk about his father and it's very callous yes it is which you know rightfully so he was a huge dick but it's still that boy's father right right right. at the end of the day that's his daddy and the camera's focused on rick because i feel like ron holds a lot of contempt for rick for breaking up that household killing his dad and by proxy he probably holds a lot of contempt for his mom and i feel like i bet we'll get into that eventually too you know as as happens a lot of times even in a abusive relationship um so uh morgan and rick put pete's body in a trunk and we have a beautiful shot from the inside of the trunk and it's still doing a flashback and he says i shot him because he killed reg that's it we didn't have a choice and morgan says we do have a sale and rick says not for killers to which morgan says i'm a killer rick i am and you are too and then they close the trunk because rick don't think about that shit but that's true yeah rick was like why are you bringing up old shit yeah um back in color morgan michonne and rick are walking down the street uh towards this uh place where they have a bunch of suvs and cars and a big wall of uh connected metal uh big giant plates uh strung together and they're standing there watching it and they were like all right we reached the spot and um they're like you know we don't want to be standing here when the zombies come basically so they're basically gonna lead the zombies through there and while they have this moment to pause before the plan jumps off uh morgan decides now is the time to ask michonne if when when he when they went to that place where he lived Ah, three seasons ago yeah he's like michonne back where you were in that place where i lived did you take one of my protein bars (laughs) and she said no and he said see i could have sworn there was one more peanut butter left and she said that's how it always is isn't it i always seem like it's one more peanut butter left and uh if you guys recall ah! that if you guys recall that episode she did steal one of his bars yes she did she took one of that nigga peanut butter bars dog i'll be mad too <laughs> that's like some shit you get mad about today you know what i'm saying like let alone the z-park nigga yeah, when they ain't making no more house. like nigga you took my motherfucking peanut the peanut butter of all the shit you could have taken you right. took right peanut butter bars. you could have had the guns why you take the peanut butter bars the what 
the guns. guns yeah why you ain't take a raisin one right <laughs> no nobody eat them raisin ones you took my motherfucking peanut butter though chocolate chip dog come on shit. i was gonna put that motherfucker in the freezer yeah right. and no chocolate chip is off the limits too karen yeah but you can take the brand and raisin one all day oatmeal that's oatmeal. you have them oats get two and, and see i will eat that so i wouldn't have a problem with that yeah okay you say that now let somebody take one of your peanut butter ones and see what oh happens. yeah i would be mad about my peanut butter it's bars a, it's a hierarchy of bars and it sh- is to be respected even in the z-pop and michonne violated she real smooth and pretty and shit <laughs> but she still violated right yeah ain't like he go to the store and pick another bitch up mm-hmm. she made that look though she had that look on her face like i'm lying but whatever nigga <laughs> what you gonna do now you, i got your sword and what she was like and what nigga sword versus bow uh broomstick bow staff that would have been a good fight <laughs> what that's two ninja turtles two right ninja there. turtles dog two of them get a yeah. nigga to hop out with some sides <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> we got we got us a motherfucking battle dog um weapon yeah i wonder why we haven't come up to anybody with nunchucks in the z pack. i guess it Right. that's a weapon that's stupid even when unless you get complete training like real training yeah anybody that's ever fucked around with nunchuck knows you do not play with those so you fucking knock yourself out right come on now yeah um so yeah um so uh rick is talking to uh morgan in the flashback and they're going to bury the body of pete and he says <laughs> rick goes maybe we should just leave him here like they didn't even want he didn't even want to bury this motherfucker now it's obvious that rick doesn't respect pete but he doesn't know that ron's following them and would see this and would be the ultimate disrespect and morgan just basically looked at rick and was like nah that's not who you are i know and just keeps walking and then rick stops morgan he says hey you don't which is like you don't know you don't necessarily know me anymore i'm not the guy from season one anymore i've done too much shit to for you to still think i'm that and the way he said you don't sounded just like when Stephen a smith threatened kevin durant oh you when, don't want to make an enemy out of me <laughs> and i'm looking to the camera and i'm gonna say it again <laughs> you don't, don't want to make an enemy out of me he said it all sings but you don't want to make an enemy out of me <laughs> this nigga anyway he hit him with that with that but you don't and uh he said i feel like rick i mean i feel like rick only brought up the zombie noise because there was noise while they were trying to bury the body and rick heard it and when i first heard it i was like oh it sound like a lot of zombies but then it got kind of quiet for a second and i was like did rick just only make that up because he don't feel like burning this nigga's body but uh they went to the edge of a cliff they looked down it was the quarry and it was full of fucking zombies and they were making so much noise that it would attract other zombies and zombies would fall in so now we find out we got a huge zombie nest um and it echoed down in the pit out right yes so it was like making a ton of noise and fucking um ron at this point comes running out of the woods chased by three zombies and he's about to run off the fucking edge of the cliff. Yes, he is. Not paying attention because he was looking behind him. And Rick dive tackles him and saves his life like Ray Lewis. And uh and and the zombies all fall off the edge into the quarry. Uh which now I will say this. The save off the edge of the quarry, complete size. Oh yeah. Complete size. Yo, yeah. Ron was looking forward. 
how would he not have known there was an edge of a cliff <laughs> it doesn't even make sense like i, I just, thought he was looking back my bad no they should have made it that way maybe it's just the way they filmed it they should have filmed it so that at that moment he wasn't looking in front of him but he actually was looking in front of him and still almost ran out the edge of a cliff they wanted to give rick that ray lewis moment that he grabbed me and said look here boy down there that's the evil yeah <laughs> that evil that we call zombies <laughs> and it'll get you it'll get you real good boy <laughs> turns out ray was right man a lot of crime happened in the off season ah. Mo- mostly by nfl players by nfl players right. so maybe he was maybe he had a little wrong uh-huh. uh so <laughs> i wonder if that's what he said during the baltimore rise this year see if we were playing the game they wouldn't be burning down a cvs mort right that's the evil the evil that we call black lives matter oh lord <laughs> then he did the ray lewis dance on him right Woo! <laughs> all right we get it um so yeah man um so rick saves this nigga's life and then he looks down him and morgan realizes ron and uh i gotta give a quick shout out the both staff work morgan put on that zombie's head though he yeah. hit him with a two-piece and made him fall off the cliff yeah damn he good he was like pop pop i'm like Mor- <laughs> Mor- <laughs> morganatello yeah uh so uh he says what are you doing out here ron and he said i wanted to know where you bur- where my dad was buried and rick ain't had no comeback to that part he was like nowhere bitch right <laughs> he's like he's about to be on the top of the ground <laughs> yes <laughs> he, he's, but he had a, he had no comeback to that because he's like i did kill your daddy that's a good point um and so uh rick looks down into the quarry and it's still doing a flashback and he says this is how morgan says how what and rick says how the community is still here and he figured out they've never seen a horde of walkers they haven't seen most walkers that come to town they fall into the quarry um you know and i was and and i was like you know this actually gives you a good idea if you think about it if zombies can't stop themselves from falling down and shit they should probably put a moat outside of the fucking um outside of the gate outside the fence in uh alexandria well unless it's deep it won't work but so far because after why they get full they would just walk over top of them just clean it every day Uh, okay okay. you know what i mean but they might just think about at least think about it because zombies can't pile up on the fence and until they fall into the moat first you know that's true anyway it's just an idea um so yeah um ron decides he's out fuck this fuck this shit i'm out and uh walks away from rick and morgan who are looking into the quarry rick walks up to him grabs him by his arm and gives him a speech that basically says look boy you shouldn't have been out here in the first place and you definitely ain't walking back by yourself because your ass gonna end up dead and you're gonna end up living forever like one of these fucking zombies uh you don't know shit about surviving out here i can teach you but you need to come back with us now and don't make it hard and that was a great moment in white parenting history yeah because yeah, uh, he, he was looking like i'm letting you know right now i will fuck you up if you get me into trouble boy and ron listen right he was like nigga i just killed your father i will kill you too i don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. i'll knock every one of you niggas down right. all i care about is your mama anyway i'm just trying to fuck your mama and you getting in my way my way nigga y'all already want to go to sleep when i come over there to netflix and chill like come on man oh lord right um so yeah uh i like that he listened because he was scared of rick 
uh like he on ron's face the ron's face just look like well this nigga did kill my daddy mm-hmm. uh right that that and just the simple fact that i just saved your ass like if you go no, off on, that's not why he listened at all that is not that has zero to do with why he listened no, to rick no 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 rick was like i i just saved your ass you will not survive like yeah yeah he was scared of rick that's why he oh, listened. of course and he should be rick is crazy as fuck yeah um so yeah rick <laughs> rick and morgan walk back to the car and rick has this look on his face like fuck well i guess now we do have to bury him since his son is watching us right like he, he buried that nigga so unenthusiastically like oh this shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, burned, he, burned. Like, he was saying fuck this nigga with every time he put that right shirt on, fuck this nigga like you old fuck ike turner fucking <laughs> woman beat chris, up chris brown motherfucker um so he, he in that dirt before he walked off too you know he did He's, you know he came i got left something real quick i'll be back went back and pissed on his grave but right, take yeah. that yeah ron but ron watched him bury his dad um which is the right thing to do and rick knew it right um and then uh also in the flashback they said uh they had to kill oh no no i'm sorry in color we flash forward to normal present time glenn nick and heath are trying to kill all the walkers in this tractor store because they make so much noise that if other walkers came by they might uh be distracted by the noise and fuck up the plan to get the walkers to basically follow them out of town like the pied piper um now what was hard to believe for me was that there were so many people in the tractor time tractor store at this time right you know i mean was it a sale on tractors i don't know somebody had something going on nobody needs that many tractors at the same time john Um, deere himself in that motherfucker signing autographs yeah (laughs) (laughs) john deere came to town uh heath was like and this this is alexandria people i'm sorry even the qualified ones they so bitch Mm mm-hmm yeah they, they some suckers like like basically they was like glenn's like okay nick you can help hold the door open let one zombie out at a time we'll kill it then you let another zombie out you kill it till they're all done nick's like he wants to prove himself he's like okay Heath goes this is supposed to be a dress rehearsal and glenn just looked at him and said i'm supposed to be delivering pizzas man <laughs> like like what the fuck does that have to do with anything this is the situation now right do it or don't I think he was waiting on Suge Knight to come through and sign him and save him and shit, but that that, that, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. Um, So uh, they got hyped. They got ready to open the door, and they open the door. Come to find out, there's a gate between the door, and the zombies are trapped behind the gate. Yeah, so you heard them, but it was like, oh shit. But it complicates the problem even further because they have to kill these zombies, Mm -hmm. or else the other zombies are going to be attracted to the noise so now they need to figure out how they're gonna get in there and kill the zombies with a locked gate between them and the zombies uh we cut also in the now we cut back to the flashback rick held a conference meeting at deanna's house and he basically was telling everybody about the quarry and they needed a plan to uh to get rid of the zombies before something happened he said one of the trucks could fall off the cliff anything you know it would just be a matter of time for something happened a rainstorm or something and the zombies got out and um carol goes this is i don't even have another word for it terrifying and carol was helping steer the group on the low yes and it was hilarious because i was like this bitch right here could fuck everybody up her mouth and stewart sweaters are killing me this year right yeah 
oh she was just short of just baking a cake right i loved it um and so he basically said look man i i saw it before you know when i was with a group and uh we never we never went back you know that's the camp where everybody was eating each other and shit so we you know we knew about it and i was like nigga you never thought about telling nobody right that seemed pretty important but i guess he didn't look at it as dangerous as rick realized it was um so rick comes up with this plan and this guy carter who helped reg build the fences uh the gate around the community was like nah we this ain't a good plan we we need to not we need to let them stay there and just not worry about it rick's like look man we we gonna die if we do that so it's up to you to help us and carter was like uh you know um well can't we just build up the weak spots in the gate around the community and on the low if you watch this scene abe gives rick the eyes like he looks at rick and makes eye contact and shakes his head like hell no like like don't don't listen to this fool um <laughs> and uh for he he would say it was a dozen or so but even that's a lot but because they were so far and few they just didn't think nothing about it right rick yeah probably the numbers added up for he and he has no idea how big it is now uh so deanna who isn't looking at the group she's looking out the window with her back to the rest of the group she says we're gonna do what rick says the plan he's laid out and i'm like yo she's completely compromised she's not even engaging in the group no more Mm-mm. she's just here to say listen to rick yeah she going man i wonder if she'll survive the season or not man she, I, she's I checked out i mean it, I it's understandable you know what yeah. I mean? so yeah. uh sasha daryl and abe um volunteered to go in the cars and the motorcycle to lure the walkers away which when they have to do this to t- up to 20 miles out of town which really is scary because um this means they will be at the front of this group of walkers and kind of um like i don't know how they plan to get back around the walkers but anyway they'll be out of the out of the way and not able to help and they're some of the most reliable people in the group Mm -hmm. glenn well uh talked with maggie he wanted to volunteer but he wanted maggie to stay with deanna to keep an eye on her and he also she looked at him and said that's not the only reason and he said it's not do do y'all think uh, maggie's pregnant possibility because you know they keep secrets so it's a possibility but they but they not from each other i'm I'm assuming not from each other like whatever the secret was they knew well you said that's not the only reason what do you think the other what what do you think the reason is karen i think either that and or to talk to deanna you know okay. to, to, to kind of help you know because last season she had became a, a staple where you know people started she was vouching for people people started you know listening to her she had forms of authority in the group you know being very diplomatic what do you think Leonard? man i don't really know i i think what she's what karen said makes sense um it could be pregnancy I, i've heard people mention that so i mean that's possible um but i don't i don't know i, don't I think to. i think she might be pregnant man she yeah. just had this i don't know it just it was just this look between the couple that kind of was like come like even because she's such a doer and even she had to like you're right i i don't want to be out there in this condition yeah. uh carter now challenges rick and says like we shouldn't do this and y'all shouldn't be listening to him it's like we're all supposed to fall in line after and rick goes after what and he says uh, and i'm thinking to myself rick come on 
come on man rick you wilded the fuck out last season ain't nobody forgot it was yesterday right you know what i mean it's not like a long time has passed like nigga you beat up huh i said yeah you're right in their time frame it was really short rick beat up pete in front of his kids and wife and then waved a gun on anybody stepping to him and michonne had to knock him the fuck out this nigga had the gun out in the middle of the street the gun he wasn't supposed to have yeah right he was waving that shit like i wish a motherfucker would like he was spazzing the fuck out if michonne didn't didn't knock him out like you said that nigga would have shot somebody man he'd have fucked somebody up for real out there man like this dude is crazy and everybody knows that he's crazy yeah he got mad at carter for asking the obvious question which is like man who put you in charge which is a legit question yeah, like, yeah it's a legit you it's a question you don't have to ask answer by killing nobody right so um glenn uh so uh deanna said basically like we're doing the plan that's it stop arguing any more volunteers and nick had a look on his face and glenn hit him with the the no eyes like <laughs> glenn hit him with the nano he said come on now yeah right Karen. come on slave don't do what i do what master say he was like Please and don't. nick said i'll i'll volunteer because he wants to make it right um and glenn had to let him go because nobody knows that he's his slave in public right and then um gabe said i like to help and nick said i mean rick said no without even looking his way right that was so good it should be a gift it was, that was a negative word yeah that shit was hilarious so he's he, like who you think trust you <laughs> that shit was funny man he, he he shut that nigga down with the quickness yes man. he did i like to help no no he said it so for- forcefully right um so um then we that was in the flashback we cut four oh, and yes karen go ahead rick and them have been out with him and he was like you won't we'll have to save your fucking ass nope yeah gabe is useless and right. he's a traitor there's no reason to take him outside the fence none um so uh daryl um was on his motorcycle doing real driving real slow keep leading the zombies out of town which made me think like how can uh daryl be so sure that he doesn't need to turn around on his bike to make sure every once in a while the zombies ain't catching up to him what if one of the zombies used to be like usain boat or some shit like ah! are all zombies the same speed i don't know no, no but he was real cavalier with that shit um and uh eugene uh so we cut back to the flashback eugene came up with a solution for the straggling walkers they would build a fence um alongside uh cars on the road to keep the walkers going in the direction that they wanted to down the road and this is interesting because carter was there the whole time and he was saying the plan wouldn't work he was saying everything wrong with the plan he was just nay 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 to everything and finally they called him out and was like bitch you helped build the wall like help build us a fence so that the fucking walkers can keep going like the plan is happening whether you want it to or not you can either help us make it the best plan or you can not but one way or the other this is the plan and my thing is like if you they knowing everything what ideas do you have yeah right. exactly he had no ideas i hate right. people like this i hate people like this in real life yeah. and i hate this motherfucking zombie apocalypse if you don't have a solution shut the fuck up 
Right. And you ain't got to have a solution to everything, but you can't shoot down everything. Either. Right. I hate, I've been in so, groups like this with group projects mm-hmm. and you yeah. always had that one person that's like, well, this won't work because of that. And this won't work because of that. It's like, well, what the fuck you want to do? Right. I, I don't know what we should do. Like, just I, shut I, up. I, we shouldn't do none of this shit. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Right. That's one thing I hated about group projects. Now, if I do a group project, but goddamn get, I'm on the, I'm, I'm getting paid to be there, which is completely different than in college when everybody, oh, we got to do a group project, bitch. Uh, I got a 401k and I'm getting paid. Uh, this, this right here is absolutely positively free. So it's not the same. Yeah. So, um, he also says, um, you know, the walls won't, won't be sturdy enough. And they was like, well, then fucking make it work. Right. Wall builder guy. Right. You build walls, right? Yeah. Builder. Um, so now they're using flare guns and shit to lead the walkers away uh uh and the walkers follow the flares and they go down the path and you can see the plan that they have building in the in the this is back in color uh you know and you can see that that basically the plan they came up with reinforced walls the trucks and shit on the side and the zombies follow the path out of town um back in the 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 flashback black and white they're digging the wall the trenches for the walls and shit and rick's there digging and uh he looks over at jesse and jesse's digging and they kind of make eye contact once again i would like it noted jesse's not giving him the come hither the Mm-mm. hey i see you checking me out she didn't even smile at him nope i really do feel like this shit is in rick's head and we're as an audience that has really been like on rick's side for five seasons we're not seeing that he's being kind of creepy and he was wrong nobody said he was wrong she was not going after him yeah she was not flirting with him she was not like open up the pussy lips and fuck me no that was all rick being aggressive when he kissed her when she was holding that baby at the party like he was just wrong for that shit right man. yeah and like you said right like because we've been with this guy for so long i think it's kind of hard to sometimes see you see his flaws which you know people do that in real life too like they have friends and family members or people they look up to or whatever like this person would never do that but you're not really looking at the full picture rick is a fucked up cat man he he got a lot of right. shit wrong with him you know what i'm saying like we yeah. see some of it in this episode and we've seen it over the course of the seasons like the way he's just coming in trying to you know lay the hammer on these people isn't right i mean he's right to a certain extent about you know they're not ready for this shit and they need to learn and stuff but the way that he's going about it is totally wrong and like he he was on jesse's ass basically from day one yep despite the fact that he knew she had a husband yeah like this nigga was dirtbagging he was on some you know some fucking joe shit or something like Mm -hmm. that nigga singing (laughs) songs to this lady i don't like the way he treats right you know all that shit man so yeah rick rick is a fucked up yeah he was walking walking up to jesse talking about what kind of man (laughs) (laughs) karen what would you gonna say (laughs) and i guess my thing is like i'm a very nice and sweet person so i can understand not the kids uh, well, the kids is a different story Aaron hates kids. Um, <laughs> i do not and i can see you just being a nice person and everybody's just viewing that as you just flirting when i'm looking like nigga i don't want you yeah i i think people are totally reading into it so um uh daryl comes up to rick this is still during the black and white flashback while they're digging and he says what you said before about us needing to take care of ourselves going out and finding more people that is us taking care of ourselves and uh rick didn't say nothing back because daryl is that chess move type shit where he had been thinking about that interaction they had whenever the day before for a long time Mm -hmm. 
he basically hit him with the yeah dog um i'm gonna still be out here getting people be on the wall it is what it is right and we couldn't do this shit without people basically he basically said it's still your call but i think rick knows that daryl don't want to be fenced in oh no uh and i think too daryl is like i've been out by myself i've been out with me and beth i've been when the group is small like numbers matter yeah and before you probably even got up with them at all you know mm-hmm. uh so uh carol comes over and brings rick some, uh, some a cup of water while he's digging and then they both have a little conversation and he's telling her like you should get a you should get back get a, you should stay back get a feel for how people feel now we got a long way to go with them and she says we'll get there she's in charge talking about diana diana but you're in charge now oh which yeah which is the truth carol knows carol be knowing uh uh in the future glenn tells nick this is in the uh current day glenn tells nick as they're about to bust the window down of the tractor store let the zombies come out and shoot them uh and there was like 12 zombies and they all calculated that uh they should have to kill four apiece except glenn says no nick you're not allowed to help because last time you helped you chicken down got people killed so glenn's like we'll kill him me and heath and he's like all right fuck it let's do it they bust open the window the zombies come out they start shooting them they run out of bullets one of the zombies grabs on the heath and nick who hasn't been allowed to help jumps in with a knife stabs the zombie in the back of the head saving heath's life the zombie grabs on the um nick and starts trying to bite him glenn shoots the zombie with a headshot a lot of headshots in the scene mm-hmm. and um and once he shoots him with a headshot um they have a little brief look at each other like i guess we cool now and then um heath stabs another zombie in the head and i noticed that heath handled himself pretty well mm-hmm. Sneakers from compton man of course he knows how to kill <laughs> <laughs> the zombies in compton be crit walking this shit of course right. he can take them out <laughs> um <laughs> so then back then they go back to the flashback maggie is talking to tara tara who's recently awake and shit and she basically tells tara that um glenn let nick live even though nick tried to kill him and tara's like fuck it let's tell everybody fuck him we're gonna banish him from the from the group and tara's like he told me i could tell anybody i could tell everybody but i didn't so this this is the scene where i realized glenn and maggie talk to each other about shit mm-hmm. i've been thinking this for a while from some of the context clues but now it's pretty explicit they don't really keep secrets from each other they just don't tell everybody their shit it right. seems right you know i think it seems like they're both kind of like we're in this together me and you but fuck everybody else if it like if it came down to it and glenn and maggie need to leave on their own i would not i think they wouldn't hesitate oh without a blink of eye they'd be gone yeah and, and i wouldn't be surprised if you know at some point over the course of this season if they kind of sh- try to stray away from the the rest of the ricks group and you know try to if there is something to salvage with alexandria you know maybe try to stick with them or whatever like that like yo fuck all this other shit. especially if if that theory about her being pregnant is true mm-hmm. she can't be out on the road like that if, if they have to go back out on the road and she can't be out there like that after a while. I mean, really right now even, but, you know, obviously as she goes further along in the pregnancy, then she can't be out there like that. But that's what I was saying earlier, like, 
you know your point about them talking to each other is is right on point or whatever because they do that but the information that they have that would help everybody else they they kind of keep it from everybody else so that i think that's that might bite everybody in the ass at some point, man. And another, it might not be a big thing, but it could just be like, yo, we would have actually been able to get out of this situation a little quicker, a little easier. Had y'all said something. Yeah, I can see it. Um, so, um, she, Tara decides to follow Maggie's lead and not tell the crew, which is her right, you know, but, uh, this means Nick gets to keep, surviving another day and this is all during a flashback so we know how it works out that he ends up helping glenn and heath at the tractor trailer place mm-hmm. uh and then maggie brings up the fact that hey i the reason i didn't tell everybody is because i thought about you and how we were on different sides of the fence on the worst day of my life which is the day that herschel died because the governor killed her right. killed him i mean killed him right chopped his head off and maggie was like you know we were basically you know, enemies and you were just kind of lost in the sauce and so was i and she's like how we were on different sides of the fence on the worst day of my life and now you're one of the most important people in the world to me and then they hugged and glenn saw it and i think glenn was thinking about can i still pull this threesome off (sighs) you know terry is gay and i i was being petty because i was like this is one of the most important people you what about your motherfucking sister what Mm -hmm. about beth huh what about beth I mean, she is dead, she but what about that? She's gone too now. Um, so that she was important to her, right? So not only did Nick save Heath, but Glenn saved Nick from a zombie, and uh, we learned a lot in that scene. Um, uh, Morgan in the flashback notices that uh, Carol be watching. Yeah, she be she. She watch. gave him some water, and he said, "It's Carol, right? You been with Rick long?" And he said, you from Atlanta? Did you used to be a sheriff, a police officer too? You a cop too? You're always watching. You're always seem ready. She said, ready for what? She had this, such a forced smile on her face, trying to look like a sweet old grandma. <laughs> and Morgan said, to handle things. Yeah. And a lot of people from this scene, and I'm, I'm not going to front. I did not pick up on it, and I don't see it the way they're seeing it. They've been trying to ship Morgan and Carol yeah I, I heard people say that like I, to me i don't do that anyway like i mm-hmm. that whole shipping thing is kind of it's kind of whack in my opinion really oh okay yeah because she could but like i don't mean to cut you off camera but like just to say like on a um especially with a show like this like it's survival mode i don't really look at people forming relationships like that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like especially not with rick's group because they've been on the road if, if they have a chance to stay in one place for an extended period of time and kind of get back to a normal life then i could kind of see that but with the way that they are right now they basically like a pack of wild animals or whatever like there's that other group with with the w's or whatever that you know Mm -hmm. have you know i guess they call the wolves or whatever but they call themselves that but that's basically what rick and his crew are you know what i'm saying so i don't really see all of that i mean it could be that that it happens or whatever but it like like when maggie and um and um glenn got together Mm -hmm. that kind of made sense because they were in one place they were at you know maggie's family's farm and stuff like that so they had a chance to kind of form basically a normal relationship because they were in an isolated space even though there was a lot of zombies around you had like normal interaction and shit felt regular well let me just put it this way first of all you should try shipping it's fun you should try it Nah, I know you don't. I know you're a man and you're too strong for all that. I get it. 
but just like like the same way okay. i felt about angel's envy before it came in the mail and now look at me i'm half drunk you have to give it a try for those that don't understand what's shipping shipping is basically when you pick two characters and you say i want to see them get in a relationship so like some people pick rick and michonne i personally never picked that mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm against rick and michonne i think rick ain't shit and michonne deserves better she's too good. um she's too good for that nigga and y'all black women need to stop rooting for that because he's a terrible human being uh but uh i am for you know like if michonne and morgan got together i'd be okay with that you know plus she might prefer black men what's wrong with that in the zombie apocalypse she can't have a preference like like yeah, yeah. like the like no nah, i'm not going to do the shipping thing or whatever but you know what i'm saying like if 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 morgan and michonne if if he hit if he stroked then i'd be like yeah nigga like See, i feel like you know I, mean? <laughs> I feel like michonne the type she fuck him you know what i'm saying i don't oh, mean yeah. it like i don't yeah. mean like pegging or anything but i mean no. like she'll come in his room and be like give me that dick boy yeah yeah you know what i'm saying i feel like that's how aggressive she is and i love it uh-huh. so um you know i would like to see that man but yeah i don't I, spend too much time with the shipping like you said mm-hmm. because i know everybody's gonna die so it's you know it's like certain shit i'm just like oh rosalita and eight fucking okay cool yeah it's like yeah when i saw that i was like all right cool you know what i'm saying right. all right that's what's up but but i don't spend a lot of time on it it's not i'm anyway i just saw people shipping morgan and carol and i don't get it that's all i'm saying no i, I don't either because she cracked that smile like uh am i gonna have to fuck you up that, yeah that scene didn't feel like Mm-mm. sexual tension that fe- scene felt like okay so this nigga people my moves right it felt like two killers recognized each other right it felt like game recognized game to me recognized game like i see you play i i yeah. see you, you know you're doing your little undercover shit right now but i see you baby yeah i thought carol was gonna get her cakes chopped down by daryl but now i'm like not so sure right um abe gets out the car kills a bunch of zombies and while he's with sasha uh in the in the future in the in the, in the color timeline and uh but was he drunk i don't know i don't think he was drunk i don't think he was drunk but i think he wanted to get out and stretch his legs for a bit and i think now maybe he has a death wish yeah but uh, and he thought he was getting in the car with sasha because they both had it and she over that shit she done found jesus quickly like and yep. he, when he gets back in the car he gives a story of how reg got killed and pete got killed he said pete his face just blew up blowing up like pompeii right when we were cheek to cheek i still think i got some of his brains in my ear and then he laughed oh. and sasha looked at him and said what the hell are you doing right what were you gonna say leonard but it was funny that she was looking at him like he was crazy like bitch we saw you sleep on a mattress full of zombies right like, and you- he said i'm just grabbing the butt i'm just grabbing the bull by the nutsack right. i'm living darling just like you and uh sasha really had the nerve to act brand new like she wasn't just crazy four days ago right so, right yeah yeah like I, but you know what they would be if they do some buddy cop crazy type shit i would be down to see that like abe mm-hmm. and, and sasha just being like both of them being like fuck it we we, we out here we gonna fuck niggas up that'll man. be live that'll be live yeah that'll be real live uh rick in the fact in the, in the past with deanna is saying basically i gotta teach your group how to fight um and rick is trying to teach them to fend for themselves um because some zombies come around the corner and him and his crew was like okay alexandrians y'all up your turn trial by doing trial by fire <laughs> no training no nothing no training no nothing just go out there and kill some zombies 
and uh that shit did not work of course not and rich crew had to step in to kill the zombies and to which morgan said you said you don't take chances anymore and rick was like yeah i guess we did say that and he didn't have a comeback and they went to commercial and the thing about it it was the same dude it was that carter dude that had been bucking up at him was right there on the edge mm-hmm. talking, Carter, about come, ain't shit. talking about come save us it's like okay you didn't have no plans you don't know how to fight you know basically everybody would die depending on you they come back from commercial and then, and it's very apt carter is hosting a meeting in the armory or yeah it was the armory in the armory where he is or maybe it's where they get that food i think it's actually where they get that food maybe that's the same place anyway he's hosting the meeting in there i think spencer's in there and uh, a couple other people i think tobin was in there and he's basically saying they need to kill rick eugene comes in <laughs> and to get a jar of jam jam shout out shout out to the fat boys we know what we're doing <laughs> coming to eat he was, <laughs> coming. was trying to get that late night snack popping you know, he was i'm about to get a jam and some toast dog <laughs> <laughs> so he came in there to get his <laughs> came in there to get his jam oh jam <laughs> for me uh he came to get his jam on dum dum diddy and um <laughs> he dropped the goddamn jar which yeah. first of all as a fat person shame on you right yeah. you wasting good jam in the z-pock baby really First we lost Morgan's peanut butter bars now this nigga's dropping jam right that was the most disgusting part he just dropped the jam the second most disgusting part is he didn't fell into a stack of food that all hit the ground <laughs> I know because he knew that they heard him drop the jam r.i.p to that food carter comes around the corner with a gun points it at eugene and eugene goes uh hello <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever and carter's like uh someone goes carter in the background i think it was spencer and then he goes he heard and eugene goes no i didn't which is hilarious <laughs> right he told on himself right and carter goes he heard and he gets ready to shoot and olivia is in the background she says carter don't you can't and here's what's so funny right as he's clicking getting ready like getting ready to kill this motherfucker he just has the worst luck in the world mm-hmm rick morgan and daryl both walk it all walk in the door like what's going on here and and he's like uh rick's like so uh y'all trying to take over the camp that's what y'all talking about in here and spencer <laughs> goes that's what he was talking about right <laughs> they, right they was like we let you know right now that nigga over there he he is by himself we were good and we were telling him not to dog my name is paul and that's up to (laughs) y'all you know what i'm saying my name is bennett and i'm not in it fuck this right fuck this right because if he just shot uh eugene they'd have told it anyway so it's like dog come on and rick was like see if i would have did it i would have had a lookout on the corner so y'all wouldn't know who was in here and uh he was like and i would also and then while in the middle of the sentence he just disarms carter real easy knees him in the nuts carter hits the ground he puts the gun to carter's head and carter says it was just me just kill me and morgan's like rick and rick goes 
you know what i'm not even gonna kill this nigga take the gun and walk away and then they cut forward to the future in color and carter is dying in the weakest way imaginable mm-hmm. a fucking 70 pound emaciated zombie reached out and grabbed him like ike turner and bit him in the side of his face right because he was running and not fucking paying attention and because he was scared right he was like oh oh, oh. as this shit bit him in his face what a, what a, i hate him but it was so good to see that instant karma of him getting bit you fucking negative no planning motherfucker dog i'm so glad you got eight dog right. i was the whole, i was partying off of him dying right you didn't have no plan you was going bucket against everything they did and it was oh didn't oh did we talk about how he told rick the plan was gonna work or is that let on uh yeah he did tell him it was gonna work right yeah. right because they was talking he was like yeah because they had did it with the zombies yeah i skipped that my bad yeah he told rick i'm, I'm getting a little drunk but he told rick it was work it's working you were right right and then right after that he got killed by the way i knew he was gonna die because as soon as you start trying to be a good person i was like he dead no oh, he dead dog that's instant karma that's instant zombie zombie karma dog he died so quick that zombie reached out and was like, well, you going, dog? And just straight up ate him. <laughs> on your face for a little while. Yeah, and he was, and the whole time he could have killed the zombie, but he was just like, oh, 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 this is happening. Oh. Face hurts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's biting my face. Right. And he wouldn't stop screaming. Right, right. And, and, and you may have skipped this, but before that, uh, Morgan and, uh, Rick was on. Oh, no. I'm, I ain't skip it. It oh. didn't come happen yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and so Rick, Morgan was on Rick's porch, mm-hmm. waxing his bow. Waxing it, dog. Which makes me feel like it's promoting gay marriage. Oh, Lord. Because Rick was holding a little baby. That's right. And then he offered to let him move in with him. Yeah. <laughs> so what are the neighbors going to think, Karen? It's the gay agenda, right? That's what it is. Exactly. Two single men and a baby living in a house together on the porch, waxing both staffs. Which one of them had the damn baby? Who got that, pregnant? Right. <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse. Clearly, this is about marriage equality, and I was okay with it. But I'm saying, still, I noticed. The I block, did. the block gonna be hot with rumors. Yep. You know, Rick over there fucking that Morgan dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. You noticed that baby's hair got a little kink to it. Mm-hmm. He was holding that little baby. Um, and all i thought was judah found her another black daddy i know he will be letting black people raise his babies now can we that's why i wasn't scared of morgan because black people don't raise that baby from the beginning exactly Mm -hmm. it went to morgan it was like i'm not even gonna cry dog you remind me of tyrese which is got that same skin tone america's history black people raising white motherfucking children i did Uh, notice uh, well listen and look yeah. and we noticed that the million man march anniversary was mm-hmm. saturday Sunday we got the million zombie march stay woke niggas stay ah! woke stay woke hey i did notice michonne was watching morgan with that baby she was appreciating that black fatherhood <laughs> hey sploosh uh-huh you know y'all ladies know what i'm talking about you see that dude with that baby like, uh-huh. that Bro, baby yeah that baby she was like he holding that baby she was mm-hmm. like yo i like your joe west your joe westy loader. right he holding that baby right too why, but why the fuck is judah still a baby she should be like seven years old now man. hey man it's only been two weeks <laughs> like <laughs> we yeah, just we it, just feel like it's been longer because it they took, took that break uh, it took one year for them to show us two weeks but it's been like fucking 
it was yeah. 30 days between atlanta and now and then it was two weeks in this fucking alexandria the baby's young that's probably what it is but like she was born like two seasons ago it feel right <laughs> don't it feel like she should be older it feel yeah. like she should be older because it's been two real years right she should be talking by now it's right. been like yo it's been like 45 days of story time in two right. years <laughs> it's crazy the crazy yeah. part is how rick grew that beard in 45 days that's what's crazy yeah. <laughs> anyway he ain't had no bevel so i know <laughs> cold tbgwt right roger he'll be using harry's ravens to know him yes. anyway uh so morgan uh basically says look man i know you even if this is the first time uh i mean rick he i'm sorry morgan says to rick i know you and you letting that dude live that's you you letting carter live is the real you and rick goes you know i'm inviting you to move in you know because he said rick morgan said he was waxing his bow staff on rick's porch because he didn't have one racism anyway uh he said uh <laughs> i'm saying it's eight hundred thousand dollar houses you moving the nigga into the one without the porch i see you white folk yep <laughs> you gent- you you gentrified this neighborhood um so yeah he was he's like why don't you come stay with us and morgan's like okay so you trust me he's like yeah man even if it is the first time i feel like i know you and this is fine and um so i was and more the way michonne looked at him i'm telling you guys feel like michonne might only date the brothers yep just saying i hate to throw it out there on you but <laughs> i don't think rick shown is happening i don't either Ooh. i'm all about more shown or uh michigan i don't know what y'all calling it but i'm about that about michigan this, michigan i'm about michigan let's get this black on black love going what about that y'all y'all too scared for black on black love in the zombie apocalypse really it's too real we can't have no little black babies running around to play with judith right what's wrong with that uh so uh yes they um you know uh he basically says uh you still the man i met in king county the one who came back and told me it wasn't over that's you uh and he said <laughs> and this by the way the answer that rick gave him was so fucked up rick, is, rick is so fucked up though he is because morgan thought this was rick's chance to be like yeah i don't want to kill people Mm-mm. and rick said nah i wanted to kill him because it would have been easier so i wouldn't have to worry about how he could screw up or what stupid thing he do next because that's who he is someone who shouldn't be alive now i wanted to kill him he doesn't get it someone like that they're gonna die no matter what like he realized like he that's the only reason he didn't kill him because he's like people like carter die and then we cut forward to the future and carter's getting bit on the side of his fucking face rick was right rick was rick was so right this episode he might as well be jack bauer (laughs) he was right about the fucking truck falling off he was right about this shit he's right about everything yes and and the the thing about it is that he tried to calm him down he was like shh 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 because he was like yeah because carter was screaming when he was getting bit but it didn't matter he stabbed carter in the back of the head he had to kill him right because he was like because the zombies started kind of coming off course because they was moving yeah. towards him screaming making yeah. noise he was like yo shut up before you get us all fucked up right and he kills him as he's you know as he's sitting there getting bit on the face and not stop screaming he kills rick kills him morgan they cut over the camera cuts over to morgan and morgan's looking at rick right after killing carter and this is my favorite <laughs> thing i this is probably my favorite tweet that i tweeted that night 
morgan is lee trevino and happy gilmore now if you guys have never seen happy gilmore you won't get that joke Uh, everybody that has watched happy gilmore (laughs) yo every time rick do some shady shit (laughs) morgan is right there to be like no at him like nigga right like why are you doing this shit yeah but he know he didn't have a choice he knew he didn't have a choice (laughs) and it was michonne and morgan that were both standing there and i really feel like when rick basically tried to tell morgan like look you need to go back tell everybody what happened here because the walkie-talkie said hey what's all that screaming uh it was tobin he said what's all that screaming the zombies are getting out course he was like it's it's uh carter he got bit he was screaming i had to stop him i stopped him which everybody knows means rick killed him and michonne and morgan both were there and rick tells morgan to go back and tell the others and now or he was gonna go back and tell the others what happened and michonne was gonna run point and morgan went to say rick you know try to by the way i love lenny james southern accent Mm-mm. i know it's i know he's from england but i don't give a fuck Mm-mm. but anyway so he was like rick what about and he was like no listen i gotta go tell him just do the plan follow stay on course michonne's running point and michonne if you notice in the scene she's looking at morgan mm-hmm. like somebody tweeted me like yeah they both looking at rick like damn this nigga's crazy i was like no they're not michonne's looking at morgan to see if he can handle it and morgan's looking at rick yeah and michonne she... basically was like are you still crazy are you gonna like do you understand why that had to happen or are you about to say some bullshit and morgan turned to her and i think this is what's so great about morgan just like he peeped carol he peeped Mich- michonne watching him he said i know it's how it is and michonne said i yeah i do too and they both walked out together uh back in the past black and white rick walked up on jesse in the armory looked like by coincidence he was coming to get some flares for the plan to scare the zombies and uh she says um uh to rick i think it might be best uh rick says to her i thought it might be best if i just let things go for a while be for a while and ron said i mean sorry and jesse said ron tell me what happened and rick tried to tell her like yo i was just trying to warn him so he protect himself like you know motherfucking zombies out here shit's crazy in these streets and she was like yeah 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 that's cool you don't talk to my son like that and he was like i only grabbed him to let him know it was serious i didn't hurt him she was like i don't give a fuck he can't hear that from you which is a valid point which i like i'll put it this way i don't know that it's a valid point as far as like uh them having a relationship and shit but it's a valid point in the fact that he's a teenage boy right you're trying to fuck his mama you killed his daddy right i don't know like in the context of what happened in the woods he did need to hear from rick at the time because no one else was gonna say it correct but in the context of their relationship and what rick think is gonna happen Mm -hmm. she's setting boundaries and he tried to tell her like no nah, i'm just trying to help y'all stay safe she's like i talked to rosalita she gonna teach me how to shoot so you can stop that I, i'm good i'm gonna make sure ron and sam both know how to shoot guns so you can step off she's setting boundaries for rick mm-hmm. yeah and i don't think people are understanding that because they just want to call her a fucking whore correct right. want to hate on her so bad but yeah what you're saying is exactly right like she's letting him know look man 
you can't do this with my son, you know, which you've already done enough, basically. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you've done enough as it is. You don't need to be telling this nigga what he can and can't do and all that kind of stuff, man. Yeah. You killed his daddy, man. It's nothing else to talk about. Right. Um, so, uh, we cut back to the future. Abe, Sasha, and Daryl taking the zombies to the finish line. They all made up for the plan. They're at the green balloons. And right then, a horn starts going off. And I was looking at the screen like, what the fuck is that? And <laughs> the horn is going off in the direction of Alexandria home, which means all these fucking zombies that are now on this road are completely surrounding Alexandria and heading towards it. Mm-hmm. And that is the scariest shit yeah. I've ever seen in my life because the zombies pass a sign that say Alexandria home start in the low 800,000s. That's a nightmare. I'm sorry. That's scary shit right. ever on The Walking Dead. $800,000 for houses? Yeah, that's pretty expensive. Are y'all crazy? Is Shaq living in these houses? <laughs> the fuck is going, is Denzel going to be my neighbor? $800,000 for a house? I'm sorry. I, that's the scariest shit ever. Like, I've seen people <laughs> eating. I've seen a lot of shit on this show. Nothing has ever been scarier than paying eight hundred thousand dollars for one house. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like down here. They're not mansions. They just houses. Right? They're not mansions. It's the same thing you would have paid for a, a hundred thousand dollar house down here. So, what are you guys looking? For? That was the end, by the way. What are you guys looking forward to next week? I'll start with you first, Karen. To see who the fuck is blowing that horn, that horn like an alarm clock. Did they forgot to turn off? Yeah, it sounds like a car horn, not like an air raid horn or anything. So like somebody was laying on the horn like a truck horn or something what about you Leonard brothers what you looking forward to uh basically that um and to see um you know what what happens next like if we're gonna get any more information about um you know what's going on with uh with with Maggie and Glenn and you know stuff like that um and to see like you know if you know what I want to see actually Carl man like where the fuck was Carl at Mm. I want to see more of him. I want to see because he really didn't do much last season either. So I'm hoping that we get a little bit more of him. We saw him briefly, Shit. so I hope that we get some more Carl or whatever. Um, Shit, he still might be stuck in the woods. No, I think he's stuck. He's he's back at Alexandria. Okay. He was there. He was there early in like at the beginning of the episode, but then you didn't oh, see. Him okay. So I hope that we see more of him. Like you said, who who was responsible for uh, the horn? And then like maybe if we can find out like how so many zombies collected in that one area yeah i wonder who's blowing the horn that that and i wonder how was it on purpose or not or was it like like you said somebody like who might have just died like in a car accident or something like that and they happened to be laying on the horn or something like that i I think it was done purpose i think somebody did it on purpose and it's going to be interesting because quote unquote for the first time they're going to have to deal with zombies like the whole town is going to have to deal with zombies that they've never dealt before because the whole town has kind of been isolated where they got one or two here one or two there they never really had to deal with more than a few yeah i what i'm looking forward to next week is i hope they don't even show rick and outside the walls crew i hope they just show the people left inside and how they have to fend for themselves until rick and them get back i hope their episode takes place at the same time as Rick and them's episode and that whoever's blowing the horn maybe they're blowing it as a sign to the regular crew to get back uh oh, i never thought about that and don't like worry. i hope i hope next week's episode ends with the horn being blown 
uh, don't realize that that's drawn to zombies, but they were like, no, hey. whether it's drawn to zombies or not, they might just need help. Right. But they're like, hey, we need help. Yeah. Stress signal. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. Anyway, uh, let's get into our other emails that we got. The Walking Dead. Cecil writes in, it's interesting to see how different Fear the Walking Dead is from The Walking Dead. I thought it was just going to be a West Coast version of The Walking Dead. Just a few thoughts about day walking. These white boys stay not listening. First call, get now Ron. The speech Rick gave about Duncan not deserving to be alive applies to Carl. To Carl? What did Carl do? Glad to see Dr. Dre getting some work, but damn they could have gave him a different hairstyle put him in the zombie apocalypse with them whooping braid with them whoopee braids enjoy the episode like karen did i assume winky face side note <laughs> the, the sword show they advertise on mc has to terrify rod no i'm not i have no problem with swords in fiction just like i have no like that's like saying because i don't want people to own guns i don't go see terminator movies like that's crazy what are you guys thinking uh yeah i watch anime i'm in the sword shit i just don't like it's different than when a real motherfucker got a sword yes right. oh and something else yes uh they don't talk about yeah uh they don't really have a lot of black hairstylists which is something they don't really bring up so a lot of black people look crazy a lot like to us you go well wow your hair is, is, is fucked up but in reality they probably have to do their own hair because the person that did it might not remember how they did it the last time they didn't meet more diversity in the people that do the hairstyle so that when it comes to our hair they, they know how to do our hair and we don't look crazy and have to put on a wig but that's the, that was the point that i was making earlier about michonne like the woman that plays that character doesn't actually have locks. She has a short haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've heard people shitting on. I've heard people shitting on her hair too. I don't personally. I don't give a fuck. I think people are being way too critical of those wigs and shit because yeah. it's funny and they can get a laugh. But if we're being honest, like they're doing that shit because they know that the actors in real life don't have that hair, so it's easy to make that joke. Uh, the same way people did with F in that strain. Oh, yeah. with that fucking wig. I, yeah. I think the thing about it was with Heath is that it's just so obvious that it was a wig. Yeah, like, maybe I watched it. I couldn't. I, I like for me, I honestly didn't notice until people started saying it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. And it felt like it was who could get the best wig joke in. Right. Yeah. So well, it is what it is. Oh, it doesn't bother me, but I can see that it bothers some people. So you know, like Karen said, maybe they got to get better people, or maybe they got to cast people with the actual hairstyle. I don't know, but. It, it didn't bother me. Oh, no, honest. no. It didn't distract or anything like that. It was just hilarious. But, yeah, I understand, you know, the why people complain. Yeah, and I heard people saying, like, the same thing about Michonne's hair. And I've never noticed it. That, that now, when Michonne said, I didn't have a problem with her hair. Yeah, so I don't know. It's just a thing. I think certain people like shitting on the show even though they watch it. And that's just something you got to get used to with the hashtag. Um, hi, Rod, Karen, and guest host, uh, Leonard Brothers. Yo. Adrian writes in you don't need to read this part of the email on air well which part do i need to read oh um, shit i'm gonna read it anyway how about that you don't tell me what to do <laughs> <laughs> this weekend had two great events geek girl con 15 and walking dead season six opener given you have a nerdy podcast that you have previously mentioned attending cons i think rod and karen may be guest hosts i don't know since i have i can't see the future would really like geek girl con and would enjoy it as attendees contributors or press next year it is october 8th and 9th in seattle washington i know seattle is far away from your location but hopefully mm-hmm. with a year's notice you have time to consider it and make plans you can find out more about geek girl con at geekgirlcon.com anyway please keep it in mind i seen that but yeah that, that that's far and that would take a lot of planning 
uh now on to walking dead season six opener thoughts the part uh to read live i just had this crazy idea of going to geekgirl.com uh greekgirlcon.com and just being completely sexist like going out to their con you better not be like hey what you bitches up to hey it's me the black guy with tips there's some hoes in here what's going on you better not shake them titties ladies mm-hmm. just completely ruining our reputation no i look i will not stand for that uh now on to walking dead season six opener thoughts the part to read live if you want um <laughs> we read it all live we read all your goddamn email how about that we're doing it live <laughs> first off i love the opening sequence of the thousand zombie herds stuck in the quarry blocked in by rock walls and strategically placed semi trucks i love the use of black and white to indicate the time jumps it's cool that they faded um rick after he shot peter to indicate that off top and i feel like it's again the circular element because the first episode of the first season was partially in black and white yep. yes it was when he yeah when he first began it when he shot that little girl i think the whole thing might have been in black and white i love that by the right, way the very yeah. yeah i think the first the, until he shot the little girl and then in some versions the whole thing's black and white ah yeah because you can watch anyway anyway we're getting way too geeky i'm sorry if i recall correctly <laughs> the comic reader in the house says it also ties up with the comics since those are in black white they do and that, that's why it was awesome mm-hmm. when they initially began had the rig shot and then faded to the quarry i was disappointed that they were going to skip all the emotional aftermath in such a big scene then they showed deanna and gabriel who i dislike very much was gabriel agreeing with deanna that he was wrong about rick's group i still think gabriel is off the rails even for this world and i don't trust him me neither mm-hmm. and i don't know if he was agreeing or not but i think he was proven wrong right. i know That's that told him. sasha could have killed him and didn't i know rick um had to kill pete after zombies got in uh partially because of gabriel remember he left the fence open right he slammed it shut and walked off so i feel like he was at least feeling like his he had expired his credibility i'll put it that way it's also legit that they are showing Pete's family grieving for him of course the kids would grieve the death of their father sure there are some dv survivors who celebrate the death of their abuser but there are also plenty who mourn and grieve yep yeah it's not as simple as uh people think the scene with tara and the group was touching but also jolting when she mentioned noah of course it's been only a few days for him for them even though it's been months for the audience confession the teenage drama storylines bore me ron's belligerence in the wake of his father's death is realistic and fine but i also live with two teenagers and deal with teenager drama and it just isn't my cup of tea well i understand that some people hate kids okay <clears throat> <laughs> moving on i have no idea what is going on with abraham the last couple episodes he was solid and finding a place in the community now he sees reg redding band and uh sends him into a tailspin i understand that eugene's confession unsettled him but this turn of events just seems a bit of a stretch given abraham's behavior up until this point what do you all think does this seem like a reasonable change for the character or a stretch leonard i think it makes sense because um you know i think probably seeing reg get killed like that probably brought up memories of his own family right. and what happened with them yeah and the fact that you know he can empathize with what deanna's going through now that her her husband is dead just like his wife and kids are and i mean you know all of these people got you know several levels of of trauma you know what i'm saying like and plus like he was dead this nigga he he just saw this nigga's head get blown off man like you're gonna be fucked up about that plus he had been drinking so it all made sense to me that he was acting that way care yeah that makes sense I, I i completely agree with that because you don't just 
get over your wife dying and your child dying and seeing somebody get their head blown off and and for you know some people don't deal with everybody deals with traumatic things differently and i think that this was his way of quote unquote dealing with it yeah i agree uh it seems real to me because um we're talking about traumatic ptsd shit and i do feel like abe has really been keyed for a breakdown ever since he punched eugene and stood in the middle of the street and shit mm-hmm. um i just feel like he's not as stable as people think mm-hmm. nobody really is and this is just a triggering event for him to watch a woman lose her husband uh over some bullshit and then he's he's also uh military too right so yeah, I mean, he's military he's got a bunch of shit that he's seen in his life that's <laughs> fucked up and right you, know, you never know when it all comes to a head and i think that's what we saw with and, Ros- and rosita for him was never a real relationship no nah, so, it um so she says uh morgan is the most intriguing character he also is since his character has been different so frequently the scenes jump around quite a bit so it probably seems like i'm jumping around is it just me or is Corey hawkins heath wig not quite right it's not too bad in some scenes but others it appears to obviously be a wig oh we've discussed it um it was a good plot device to get rick uh to the quarry to find the walkers that they wouldn't bury pete's body within the walls but i found it odd that rick says we don't bury killers within this wall because it seems like many members of his group are killers carol for one also just the treatment of pete's body seemed harsh referring to the body as it instead of him uh that's what deanna called it yeah uh i'll tell you i'll tell you straight up like this dog uh the reason that rick and them be killing people is like righteous kills they okay i'm okay with every single time they've killed people pete was wrong and there's no justifiable way that he should have been killing reg it's just no fucking point to it did you think that he killed reg on purpose it don't matter yeah i mean it doesn't matter ultimately but yeah i don't think he didn't necessarily i don't think he went there with the intent to kill reg but that is that makes it worse yeah because he was yeah he was he he was drunk and all that kind of shit every time rick and them every time rick kills somebody even the 50 50 times i'm like that makes sense i'm okay with that yeah so i i don't know rick and them just now maybe they're lucky maybe they just don't have them extra bodies on eggs yeah. you know that that made me be like i don't know about these niggas but i'm i'm riding with them and you know what it'll be interesting to see like as the season develops is is if we ever see them cross that line oh you i would know? love to see that like we've seen like you said we've seen them do righteous kills of ones that made sense so that you know are justifiable if we'll see rick especially but anybody in the group you know go cross you know cross the line and do something that's like yo nah nigga you shouldn't have done that shit yo you yeah i love when they take it there man one of the one of my favorite things about i think it was season one is when shane essentially tries to rape laurie was her name laurie yeah laurie rick's wife yeah yeah because it's such a it's such a scene where i remember people rooting for shane and i was like the ultimate extension of shane is a motherfucker that it that thinks a woman is his and she's married to another man right like this dude is a piece of shit he's all about killing people and taking what he can in the zombie apocalypse you guys have to stop supporting him and they took it there now he didn't do it but the point being the fact that he thought he was entitled to her that she owed him sex for the couple of weeks that he took care of her while her husband was 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 in the hospital it tells you everything about a guy like that 
and i think we need we need to get back to that i want more shit like that now i'm not obviously it doesn't need all be rape or some shit but i like more of these like questionable character decisions where it's like people were still team shane after this nigga was a rapist basically yeah, you know and and um they might be setting that up with uh with jesse right with maybe jesse, like you know he's trying to move in like on a married woman you know right. what I'm saying? a husband and all that kind of shit he might not try to rape or nothing like that but we might end up you know in a similar situation where we're looking at rick like we had to look at shane and that yeah I, I i said that last year i was like he's huh. trying to be shane now yeah this isn't good he Not doesn't enough. own jesse just because he fucking is attracted to her i'm sorry right he's trying to tell us some what to do yeah i can see that happening with him and her man um but yeah as far as um them not burying killers of course they're hypocrites because everybody's a killer but i don't think that's what he meant i think he meant the kind of killers that you know like pete was clearly out of control right protein bars michonne does not lie very well in the sequence when morgan asked about the theft of his protein bars i think she was flirting a little bit she had this smile on her face like i got your protein bars nigga exactly she was like, <laughs> you want to give me some protein oh from lord mm-hmm. yep. from, your, from your chocolate bar it's gonna happen ladies <laughs> mm-hmm. more michonne although <laughs> i take see now you see how fun it is to ship litter <laughs> it's fun no, it's not. Especially when people don't like it. It's real fun <laughs> when you be like, oh, more show happening. They be like, nah. You yeah. like, uh-huh. I hope it happens so y'all be mad. <laughs> y'all gonna be mad about this black on black love, America? Although I like her response to cover up the theft, we always think there's one more left. I think the scene shows that Morgan is not all together because he actually seems upset about the theft of his pro- peanut butter protein bar. Why didn't he accuse Rick of Carl? Carl loves eating. He ate a whole thing of chocolate pudding not too long ago. I think he accused her because she the one who took it. He knows she took it. She know it too. She right. did take it. I think he knows she took it too. She a damn thief. I don't care if she black. Profiling. <laughs> That's right. Niggas be stealing. Right. You you said you play guess the race. <laughs> was the scene of rick driving across to save ron from falling off the quarry cliff the best scene of the show i think so i love that scene really cool shot yeah i i hate that scene i think it was contrived bullshit there's no way that kid wouldn't have seen that fucking quarry he's about to run off a cliff it was so it was so such a size such a size and the best scene of the show is probably oh my favorite scene of the whole series. Of the whole so- show. This episode, Karen. So, this episode, I don't know. Maybe that zombie walking through the two cars, his skin falling off. Or yeah. maybe Eugene's hello uh, scene where he got discovered. That was funny. And Rick taking a gun from dude. Yeah, there's so many good scenes. That's definitely not it for me, though. Because I thought it was a sight that that nigga wouldn't have seen that big ass cliff. Grapes <laughs> on that, man. The fuck is he the fucking Wiley Coyote? Can't see a goddamn <laughs> cliff in front of him? come on man uh let's see later in the show ron's mom said rick could can't be the one to give ron survival advice do you agree the problem is no one who ron will listen to knows survival advice so what does that mean for ron look man um yeah first of all you said you don't like teenagers and we don't need to fuck ron but also she's right the dude that want to lay the pipe that his mom can't be giving him any advice i mean she's and right and just shot his daddy whether he knows it or not and he's not the only one that knows you telling me nobody else in that group knows she getting advice from rosita right any of them when people that can tell can tell her advice they've all survived it's not just rick 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 just swear he could only he, rick rick is so 
he a fucked up dude yo yeah he's right. such he's such a a, a a cop right yes he's yep. such a cop man i, I know y'all love him and, and i like rick because i understand that you know you're just not gonna have great choices in zombie apocalypse but he's such a cop sometimes man yeah i'm, I'm waiting for him to barrel roll in right one. yeah <laughs> they they out there in their bikini okay. swimming and shit and here he come yeah exactly. I, I love creepy care i love creepy homemaker carol and her manipulative ways the scene with her and morgan and his you're always ready comment which clearly disturbs carol is another top scene in the show carol doesn't seem to trust morgan who who do you think is more trustworthy morgan or carol rick seems to need both of them at this point i think they're both trustworthy i do too i don't think sasha drove quite fast enough because well i'll put it this way i think they're both predictable i don't know about trustworthy because i think if rick really went hard against something that both of them wanted they're both capable of standing up to rick so yes i like them because and that's why i like them by the way same thing with daryl i like the people who actually look at rick and be like no nigga right you know what i'm saying like i'm with you to a certain extent but you can't go too far because rick is known to go too far mm-hmm I don't, he went crazy when they was in the um prison yeah he goes too far sometimes we've seen this nigga go crazy too far like a few times a few but, times he was talking to a phone that wasn't there nigga talking yeah. to a woman that wasn't there scared tyrese and uh sasha off when they first showed yeah, up yeah rick ain't perfect Not i don't think sasha drove quick quite fast enough because in the scene with her and abraham those walkers are getting awfully close in the rear window well they have to stay in front of the walkers a slight distance because they want the walkers to uh be able to walk behind them and follow because they get too far off in the distance the walkers might change course also she might have slowed down when abe got out the car that's true too i'm sure you'll discuss this before you even read my email but i also wonder what do you think about rick making the alexandrians face the zombies themselves i mean yeah that's he they gotta learn should he should he be doing that it seems like the alexandrians want rick and his crew to protect them but they're squeamish about what needs to be done to be protected well that's why rick said it might be too late do you think this will be how it will all fall out in the zombie apocalypse do you think people who have survived a couple years even if always within the confines of the town would have a little better grasp about what was outside the walls i'm not sure which i think is more realistic well if the quarry is to be believed there's a reason that they're soft and there's also a reason that they've been safe right they just don't know that reason and rick is basically the person giving them the bad news that's why carter was so reluctant to understand because he just doesn't have the experience it happens all the time it's like telling somebody they got white privilege most white people freak the fuck out when you say they got white privilege right because they don't they don't understand they've been living in it the whole time alexandrians are doing the exact same thing rick's like yo it's crazy as fuck outside the walls and they're like well how crazy can it be why do we need a plan for the zombies it's like okay motherfucker oh when they show up at your front door yeah exactly i know that the carter storyline some of it came directly out of the comics but uh it was probably one of the least interesting storylines of the episode ranked right up there with the teenage drama i know it served its purpose to give insight into the current characters of rick morgan and michonne and that and that redeemed it slightly also keyed into when rick had the gun on carter in the eugene in the eugene her scene rick said do you think you are going to be able to take this community from us that shows us rick is still in the mindset of anger that the government governor kicked them out of the prison even though the governor's group did not move in he still ruined it so they couldn't say so they couldn't stay and they lost a lot of people from their community um maybe that's what it was i just felt like rick was like 
nigga i took this gun from you so easy you think you're gonna be able to kill me and then daryl michonne everybody's just gonna be cool with it they just gonna let it ride no you ain't gonna be cool with that like you got a dumb ass plan i'm way better than you that's what i read it as and if you kill me do you think that they're gonna allow you to run the shit yeah and i love the carter storyline um i don't know about the comics or not but i love the carter Mm storyline mostly because they got got it over with right it ended up in carter's ass dying yeah i only would have been a a upset with that storyline if it would have been like three four episodes before he died yeah that's too much killing him in one week i'm like good yeah he was a piece of shit fuck him and now for an academic question rick kept putting his hand over carter's mouth after carter had been bit to try to silence him if carter who had just been bit bit rick then would rick and carter turn fast or just carter all i know is i sure would not have put my hand over carter's mouth in that instance i think rick would have been okay because because carter hadn't turned yet right right um so i think he would have been all right that's my guess i would have put my hand over his mouth because he was trying to shut that motherfucker up yeah he was trying to actually help him live for a second trying to help him live and then he was trying to protect himself and everybody else so morgan, morgan would have been mad as fucking me because i would have stabbed that nigga in the head as soon as he got bit nigga hell yeah i'm like stab he's oh, bit bang yep stab i never liked you anyway that's right ah! with him as he was falling down I'm like excuse me zombie and stabbed that nigga in the head I'm like all right now go ahead and finish your meal did you all watch fear the walking dead flight 462 part one and two we watched part one but not part two yet my only comment is what is with that kid and that lady who slams a window shade shut on another passenger like that i don't know uh, i haven't seen that part and i'm i'm kind of thinking i'm gonna wait to all the parts are out to watch it because it's so fucking short right. it's like one minute Correct. how many parts are there i don't I know, know but i'm gonna wait and also um you should all check out surviving reagangomans.com if you want to get a good five to ten minute fix of zombie Yo, she was a good mm-hmm. guest too man when she was on a few weeks ago she was good <sighs> man oh, she was best. so good she is the best i'm in love with her man uh, I'm a, <laughs> y'all go together right she follows you on twitter oh yeah mm-hmm. we've definitely been going together for a while she followed me back mm-hmm. uh, she followed me back too yeah so we all like one big happy unit man she uh, don't follow me but hey you know hey it's cool <laughs> you know all what i'm saying hey look i'm not trying to look out for y'all looking out for just me and my hey. bae yeah and, uh begging gomez as i like to call her <laughs> uh, she uh she is everything i know as reagan you call her begging i know yeah begging. Gomez. yeah Ms. if gomez. you nasty but right. uh, she, uh, <laughs> she uh she was such a great guest and uh hopefully maybe we can even have her back for the regular walking dead i don't know i right. i know she's super busy and stuff right. but I'll, I'll i'll email her and find out man uh thank you for reading my super long email i'm going to try to make them shorter when i write in the future i cut stuff out of this one if you can believe it i understand if it's too long to read on your show have a great weekend hey you have a great weekend thank you sweetie don't worry it just means we won't do news we'll just do ball alert and guess the race yep shay black right saying oh my god oh my god oh my god the season premiere walking dead was off the chain it was truly like two episodes in one it covers so much again carol is one of my faves her all walking around with a sweater vest on carrying a plate of cookies acting all prim shit that bitch could use them cookies like chinese throwing stars <laughs> I, I love that morgan can see that too oh i per and i personally would like to snatch ball head headed the person blowing that damn horn i have got i have to get up at 2 30 in the morning on mondays to stay up on sunday nights as risky as it is with that horn blowing bullshit having me pacing the floor not catching z's ugh thanks shay look around and lose your job man r yvonne right. writes even e writes in 
high rock and karen and leonard brothers she knew it was you oh shit somebody was paying attention what girl no one knows better than rick and his team what it takes to survive they took down a maniac like the governor battled cannibals fought off hordes and pedo bikers but these but those alexandrites aren't ready for them walkers they are all a bunch of cowards mainly because they've they've been behind walls all this time and haven't had to deal with what rick's team has been through these people who are willing to ignore domestic abuse so they can pretend everything is okay oh yeah those are those kind of people yep Mm -hmm. they all knew jesse was getting her ass beat i think the biggest problem they have with rick is that he tells them what they need to hear instead of what they want to that's true they well also he crazy he raised a gun on everybody you know if it wasn't for that gun waving thing they (laughs) resent him because he makes them realize they're not as safe as they believe and they will have to toughen up or they'll lose their little utopia it also feels like the people of alexandria on the same levels as the people of fear the walking dead who are who are just learning about zombie apocalypse uh they don't know how to kill them or handle whores they are not fully woke of course not rick for his for his part has lost his ever-loving mind even though he speaks absolute truth his delivery could use some work he comes off as mad crazy when he's talking to people so that's why the alexandrians i call them alexandrians by the way don't hear what he's saying when he's talking i think rick might need another michonne special to the back of the head to calm his ass down as for ron i understand that rick killed his daddy and i absolutely think rick has no right to say where the bodies get buried but that little motherfucker is gonna get people killed because he's his blind hatred for his by he's blinded by his hatred for rick maybe carter went out like a punk of all punks noah and t-dog were literally ripped apart and they didn't scream like that (laughs) (laughs) well that was black and you know our skin has more melanin glad he died when he pulled that gun on eugene i knew he had to go he was hating harder than hating ass terrell jones (laughs) this is a great episode i loved every minute of it didn't even feel like an hour and a half the season's gonna be fire eve right didn't feel like an hour and a half it was so fast all right let's get into our segments guys uh i feel like let's do fucking with black people first where's my music for fucking with black people um here we go just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we play news articles from all around the globe we ask our contestants uh me karen and leonard to score zero to a hundred how much we feel fucked with the intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody uh let's see who is fucking with us today a black florida teacher is suspended for 30 days for calling students dumbass niggas at least they was black you know (laughs) a florida student a florida teacher old florida was suspended for 30 days without pay for calling a group of students dumbass niggas (laughs) they put niggers but you know it was niggers come on dog come on dog uh so yeah ernest woodward woodard jr uh got suspended after the investigator found the northwestern middle school teacher had used a racial slur during last school year woodward who was black said he never cursed or used racial slurs to start the students uh, at the school which is 97 percent black 
not a percent shit he said the acronym d-a-n refers to his boyfriend boyhood friend daniel who he described as a troublemaker the investigator said woodward uh called misbehaving students d-a-n's or uh, told them to not act like d-a-n's and several students some uh some adult and some adults said they believe the acronym was intended as an insult to their intelligence and then in a racial slur a special education teacher said woodward told her the acronym was intended to stand for dumb ass nigger which i believe yeah he definitely meant that students said he referred to one group of classmates as d-a-n section and the other as a successful section (laughs) (laughs) the dumb ass nigger section and the smart ass nigger section Um, y'all gonna succeed and y'all ain't shit Mm -hmm. he was giving that chris rock bit right this is not mr clark or somebody said in there Mm -mm. students said he referred to one oh wait one student said she heard woodward use the phrase at least 20 times to refer to students another teacher said he heard him say it openly and loudly but never reported him because no students complained and because he assumed administrators knew and found the term acceptable the formal investigation didn't begin until august 31st after a parent called principal tyrus lyles to learn to st- guess the race right yeah, to right. learn the sta- <laughs> status of an investigation open last year when the complaints were first made the principal could find no evidence that the investigation took place so he initiated a misconduct investigation throughout the school district arvin johnson who was the principal last year said he examined the complaint but found no evidence that woodward intended his remarks as racist mm-hmm. uh zero to a hundred karen no hundred you don't do that leonard yeah i'm gonna go 100 too all right yeah i gotta go i gotta go 100 on that i'm sorry everybody but come on it's funny but you can't be calling kids dumbass yeah that's pretty pretty obvious yeah um all right let's go to uh let's do baller alert hey yo i'm looking for a five-star bitch talk about Homegirl, just like I just stepped out of my magazine. Bitch, don't fly and the ants think fly and the juice spot sweat and the head stay flat like. Gotti, here go 12 bar. Gucci, man, got nine car. We don't call on down no more. Oh, now we call him five star. Five star nigga, that's a five star click. That's a six for that five. That's that new M6. Pay her bills, get her health fix, might even pay her rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. Ah, uh, I can't even lie. Ah, uh, I so super high. Do not read her, will not keep her unless she is fly. Gucci, man's a thug, B. Yo, man, is a shrug. See, she love me, now she love you, not now. All my bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call a Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five-star hotel, you can meet me. Five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch, just a five-star bitch. If your credits go high, feed your nails, stay fly, keep your juice box wet, and your head something fire, you a five-star, and you a five-star. All right. Here are your choices, Leonard Brothers. Yes, sir. Number one, Groupie Tales, the fastest man in the world, Usain Bolt. Number two, Groupie Tales, a late night booty call with Virginia Wine. <laughs> Groupie, t- <laughs> number three, Groupie Tales, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Baller Mail, Victor Cruz's fiance had the right idea. Number four, uh, Groupie Tales, the game picks his groupies up at Louis Vuitton store. 
and number five let's do ball river relationships should a woman propose if she's ready for marriage uh we'll go with uh groupie tales number one usain bolt usain bolt i feel the rhythm from <laughs> ponder river jamaica <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm sure he will gonna whine on her <laughs> that's uh, <he> whine. <laughs> Groupie tell the fastest man in the world, Usain Bolt. We have another groupie tell this time from the fastest man in the world, Usain Bolt. Is he fast at other things too? Keep reading the groupie tell below to find out. Disclaimer, groupie tells are submitted by our readers. We cannot firm 100% accuracy of any story posted. Want to share your story? Email 118 You can remain anonymous. So it was about this time last year when me and me cousin visited Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> we take frequent trips to Jamaica because me actually i can't do that the whole time they ain't riding in jamaica I agree. right <laughs> because That's me fine. and most of my family resides there <laughs> down by the beach cool job boy clap. <laughs> at about 3 p.m we come off of the plane and <laughs> that just sounds like bill Cosby. at about 3 p.m we come off of the plane and headed to my cousin mom's house my aunt <laughs> i like that she had to act like we need an explanation for who your cousin's mom would be <laughs> nigga we know it's your aunt that's how cousin's moms work <sighs> and started a little drinking we bought several bottles of rose and moet with us and in return we would want take some take back some appleton and ray and nephew rum we then headed to hellshire beach and had some fish and lobster with some of our family and friends while sitting on one of the wooden benches on the beach i saw one of my friends that owns a popular nightclub next to usain's restaurant we hugged and did a little catching up and he invited my cousin and i to an uptown lingerie house party not having a lingerie i uh a lingerie a lingerie Mm a lingerie okay okay maybe i don't understand the game (laughs) not having a lingerie i decided to wear a black bodysuit and some thigh high boots we headed we reached the party at about 12 ish there were quite a few people there taking vodka shots and doing hookahs needless to say the party was nice and my cousin and i were dancing etc then i heard the dj announce that usain was in the house i asked my cousin to follow me to the restroom because i wanted to pee and freshen my makeup i had gotten a headache from drinking so much liquor then i was almost ready to leave but my cousin wasn't because she had been mingling with some of the rich guys so walking by to get back to where we were in the house and someone stopped me saying the boss want to talk to you i then replied who's the boss and he said you saying come on guys we all know it's tony danza ah i told him no i can't right now and when i looked over he was making direct eye contact with me there were several white mixed girls surrounding him and i didn't want to just go over there because back at our spot back at our spot i saw that he moved closer and was making eye contact with me and then the same guy came over and told me to come back to come to the back of i mean come to the back of the house so i did standing there for about five minutes i was getting frustrated when he came behind me and held me and he said why are you ignoring me (laughs) 
i told him i wasn't but too much people were around him and he asked what i was doing for the rest of the night and i told him i had a headache and i'm finna go home then he said you know what are good for the headaches and i said no and was playing a little hard to get then eventually after all that talking i told him my cousin and i was leaving and he said he was gonna hang for a bit more i hopped in his car wait what i hopped in his car and he's there driving and rubbing my legs asking if i live in jamaica and so on how did that happen she said her and her cousin were leaving he said wait i told him my cousin Ah. i was leaving oh she said that she was gonna so her cousin was like i'm actually not leaving i'm staying so then yada 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 i guess she hopped into his car and he's yeah no okay i don't know how that happened how we got from that to this okay and he's there driving and rubbing my legs asking if i live in jamaica and so on Mm. finally reaching his bedroom he asked if i wanted to hop in the shower with him and i did we began kissing and he's there washing my back with soap Mm. Ooh, that's soap God no dub. was it the boss soap <laughs> this nigga here Ooh. ladies yo mm. i can't keep up i was see ivory dove. this is why you saying get all the women right here that's soap soap. soap actual real soap i've been washing women back with dish detergent i ain't know ah, <laughs> that, that was my move i was like girl you want the joy or you want this cascade what you want girl hey, I you got pick now i know it, yep. i should have been using soap fellas step your game up get you some soap to wash these ladies with get y'all some <laughs> dove some irish spring something he made me feel like a queen that night i jumped on him and there he took me to the bedroom dripping wet kissing me while he lay me on the bed he was sucking my breast and was kissing me all over and then i thought he was gonna go down but he didn't I guess Jamaican men still won't go down. She knew better than to think a Jamaican nigga was going to eat that pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she better no, eat no pussy, baby. She better look ponder replay on that exactly. joint. <laughs> <laughs> then I, <laughs> then I gave, then I gave him, wait, then I give him head, but I didn't because if he not giving any, he ain't, oh, he thought I was going to give him head. I see what I'm saying. Okay okay so he was on top kissing licking her chest and abs okay then okay then she licked him okay he thought i was gonna give him head but i didn't because if he not giving any he ain't receiving any mm, that's what i'm talking about feminism that's right have some standards that's equality mm-hmm. he then took out a condom and let me know he was really he has a really nice size dick i turned back wait i turned back way god damn i don't know if i'm drunk or just shit just written no that's what it says i turned back way i turned back way and had to jump a bit when he entered he was there stroking and i was so excited i came within five minutes let me tell you why you're reading that correctly let me tell you why i jump a bit because he didn't eat that pussy right he just rammed his fucking dick inside of you oh grind shit (laughs) yeah like a fucking sahara desert down there right and then you okay and you didn't suck his dick so it wasn't wet you know what i'm saying yeah. probably got condoms with no lube because that's how they do in jamaica all right <laughs> i got on top and riding this what time what i need lube for girl my dick should make you wet mm-hmm. Bum, clap. <laughs> 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 what <laughs> what 
Benny money, the girl, them sugar. <laughs> I don't this think is death for your baby. I don't think Bubba Clyde is in the, in Jamaican love songs. I don't think so either. I got on top and that's riding. probably not what they saying, but that's what I hear, y'all. I'm probably pronouncing it all wrong. I don't care. That's what I hear. I got on top and riding this time. He was making all different types of moaning sounds as if he was fighting himself not to come. He, we fucked all over the bedroom. I was even on his night table with my legs busted open. Ladies, you say is a stallion. He lifted me up and was piping me in a way I have never felt before. See, that's why his back was hurting. That nigga had to opt out of some of them races this year. Right, fucking with you. Up here lifting these big, these big old women's up. Yep. Come on, man. You know you weigh ninety pounds. You saying? Exactly. So after he came, uh, we were there laying in the bed, and he was rubbing me, asking if I wanted to go again. I said no because he had already pleased me. <laughs> girl that, you want some more happened? girl you want some more no Mm-mm. you already did your job oh okay no you can yeah. leave motherfucker right uh i just want you to know uh he wasn't asking for you i'm just gonna put that out there and say on a whim he was probably asking because he wanted to go again correct he's such a softy touching me rubbing my head etc we both fell asleep my alarm went off that's how i woke up and then put my clothes back on it took off it took one of his gym shorts this is like 5 30 a.m oh y'all always pull this move Man. stay out of his closet you don't know him taking his drawers and you know his gym shorts is doing high ass little <laughs> shorts because they track shorts right and them unarmor shorts right I didn't want to wake him, so I called a taxi and left. Damn, he slept through her leaving? She could have took his shit. My friend that invited me to the party called me later that day telling me Usain needed my number. So I told him, no, it's best thing stay the way it is because I started off wrong already. But nonetheless, I was pleased. Yeah, you stole his $250 um, shorts. Yeah, I just don't even believe what anyone says the dude tried to hit me up and i was like no like Mm -mm. we'll get the fuck out of here yeah you know that he gonna answer that shit back you stole his shit right he probably called her to be like where are my shorts right up and be like look bitch did you steal one of my peanut butter bars right (laughs) i'm missing three peanut butter bars i know you took them bitch (laughs) carlos says i like the old school groovy tales that were negative for example, the ones about Jeezy Birdman, Jim Jones, or Young Bird. Negativity is more entertaining. Kitty B says, miss me with the romantic BS because I highly doubt it. You say it looks like a quick pumper. I want to hear more about that. Right, like like he would be really quick and just, yeah. Nicole says, LOL at quick, at quick pumper. Also, what is nice size dick? We need approximate measurements, lady. So nobody, nobody's fucking with her groupie tail. No, that was not amused. You a fast up bitch. You a fast up bitch. I'm a fast up bitch. You a fast up bitch. I'm a fast up bitch. I'm a fast up bitch. It's your boy, yo, got it. I do grade A shit. I'm the realest nigga walking. And this the remix. And I'm still out here looking for a five star chick. When I catch her, I'm a blesser with a five star kid. She a natural born hustler. She ain't chasing no suckers. Only messing with real nigga she never fucked a buffer 
for your cars and your jewelry that shit really don't excite it all your hating assholes in the club won't fight it you were born in the eight with the school in dc got a job in dallas texas then she moved to tennessee if you ain't a five star shorty go ahead and face it fake gucci fake lewis shorty that'll make your base it you a five star it ain't a five star it ain't a five star it ain't a five star all right let's get into some guest arrays now that it's time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest arrays time now that it's time for some guest arrays that's right it's guest arrays time but a boop that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today leonard brothers from the look and listen podcast to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they are racist as hell also today's guess the race is brought to you by bevel that's right the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps uh go to razor bumps and say man you come straight out of a comic book suddenly i would like to leave your island <clears throat> today i had some uh fucked up shit happen to me with one of my friends who was talking shit about lamar odom on the email chain white dude of course and i reminded him that you know saying all fucked up shit about people that have drug issues is is problematic because you know you got people that you know got that kind of issues in their family and stuff they might be dealing with it right and he was on some like man fuck you you know fuck that shit i don't care and i was like well i got a cousin that died from that you know he was older than me i used to call him uncle but he died from from fucking with drugs yeah and then he the was he was still being adamant that he was an asshole about it like he still wouldn't back down and he on top of that he insulted what i did for a living and said my quote-unquote job shit was to stir shit up and i said my quote-unquote job could end your fucking existence in 24 hours all i gotta do is put your government name and where you work on the streets with this email shit you put now people will be like what the fuck is wrong with this dude so anyway i screenshotted the email without his name and put it on facebook and within a couple hours uh shit less than an hour he apologized because he was like take it down man you being an asshole i said no apologize right i was like apologize and he did and i said cool i took it down even before he apologized and then i took it off of twitter right but i was still mad i'm still mad if i really think about it but you know what helped me get over being mad bevel i went to the bathroom and i shaved i cut my hair off i shaved my beard and shit and it's something about that soothing feeling of a routine and feeling clean like a chance to start over and be new and get all that stuff off your face it's something about it that really refreshes you man and i gotta thank bevel for letting that man live because if it wasn't for bevel i probably had that shit still up dog like real talk i'll probably be like still talking shit like fuck you i don't give a fuck but bevel enabled me to have a capacity to forgive and move on so thank you bevel and i would like to bestow this gift upon all our listeners use code tbgwt and you can get 20 percent off 
or your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com go there today also a hundred it is a hundred for you fucking with me anyway and for fucking with lamar man dog i don't know what it is about this shit because they don't do this with kurt cobain uh, they didn't do this with phyllis seymour hoffman it's always when black people die from drug overdose especially rich black people white people have to go out of their fucking way to let us know how morally superior they are and uh, and how much their suffering is much worse meanwhile this dude's like i think it was like his sister died i know his baby died Man, his dad a was a drug addict like this dude ain't allowed to have problems because he black and he rich crazy man it's it's real fucked up man i i've been aware of lamar odom since i was about 17 man you know what i'm saying i i might have seen him in high school i know i saw him in college yeah man. some idiot was on my page too i can't remember her name jasmine something anyway she was on my page talking about some people was joking about him being a crackhead but now y'all want to be sorry yeah well that's how life works people right. make jokes but they don't actually want people to die no they don't because they made a fucking joke idiot you know what i mean like it's someone can make a joke and not mean it's like if someone make i make this i'll say this constantly about uh comedy and comedians yeah sometimes comedians make jokes where it's like the joke is i'm being a jerk i'm being an asshole but obviously the joke's on me you know like, what and I, mean? I don't mean this or somebody make a joke and be like uh dave Chappelle talks about tyrone the crackhead yes i will laugh at that but would i honestly want to see a person on crack not being able to get help no, no. right uh two of those things can exist at the same time don't be stupid yeah people get real stupid with that shit man it's fucking annoying man that dude was wrong and i'm I'm glad you got him to apologize i'm glad bevel was there to console you yeah Uh, they helped me shave him away out of my life and shave all the anger too Mm -hmm. uh now to guess the race breastfeeding videos land a piano teacher uh in jail a tallahassee piano teacher was arrested on friday after authorities discovered she was trying to sell sexual breastfeeding videos oh the videos included 31 year old lee felton breastfeeding a toddler the videos sometimes include her rubbing oil on herself and the child and other sexual acts (laughs) was it her baby or did she steal a baby where these children coming from probably hers felton taught private piano lessons to children and young adults according to her website she is in leon county jail facing charges of cruelty towards a child promoting sexual performance by a child lewd and lascivious behavior and molestation officers were tipped off when a wisconsin man downloaded several videos and paid for them using a paypal account a lieutenant with the crawford county wisconsin sheriff's office said the video was clearly not done for the purpose of education or artistic display based on the content and the fact it's being sold by felton is clearly the videos for sexual purposes man you gotta be real specific as a pedophile to want to jack off to that yeah like oh man i gotta find you, you got any breastfeeding a baby that's greased up <laughs> like, I mean, damn, like that's when you know you sick i don't want this video the baby ain't greasy i need the baby yeah greasy. what is this little ashy ass baby I nope no nope, thanks i know what she do dip it in flour first we're getting ready to fry the baby what is happening here <laughs> the wisconsin man's wife said he also traveled to tallahassee to have sex with felton uh so his he wife traveled to tallahassee his wife was snitching on him i don't know oh, if you noticed that part all right a tallahassee police department investigator found a google plus account with the same email address as felton's youtube page with a post that read new unlisted vids for donate for a donation please support a single mommy 
investigators searched felton's yeah. home on friday and found similar videos on a laptop according to court records guess the race of lee felton uh one who prefers her grilled cheese sandwiches without the bread <laughs> <laughs> chat room says oil and breast milk don't mix white white because the only black people in wisconsin play for the packers that's not how you get baby oil white white wasn't told to cover the titties white the white part of alicia keys that's been tripping since she stole swiss beats white as the milk coming out of those breasts the correct answer is white nobody missed it oh she looks guilty yeah she looked way too happy to be getting arrested for this shit mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean she like she's looking like in that picture like y'all got me for this but y'all don't know the other shit i be doing that right i don't know nothing about i yeah. fucked that baby too oh <laughs> right? lord yeah dog <laughs> <laughs> she don't look right man she, she like don't. she did way she worse got crazy eyes man mm-hmm. uh the uh let's see a Albright college football player stabbed his teammate with a corkscrew. Oh, ouch. Um, the incident took place at 2 a.m. Monday morning when Stewart, uh, initiated a physical confrontation with Madison. Uh, the students are Marquis Stewart, who got arrested. He's a criminal. And Amir Madison. Uh, it happened inside of a dorm room in Crowley Hall on the Albright County, uh, Albright College campus fellow students attempted to break up the fight but the two football players were simply too strong to be subdued until police arrived at the sun at some point during the fight stewart used a corkscrew as a knife and stabbed madison three times in the left rib cage madison who did who did not realize the extent of the injuries until after the fight ended was taken to the hospital uh, where he's in stable condition guess the race of mr uh marquis stewart i'm gonna say he is a d-a-n <laughs> black rob said d-a-n in the chat room as well oh yeah. black ass rob you and Leonard brothers on the same page as usual that's right that's right never heard of a white guy with those names says elliot well what race is he then elliot all bright's minority population is now below the necessary quota black uh <laughs> uh the correct answer is black someone said alizé lover yeah yeah nobody brought up moscato it was a wine cork after all and black people um (laughs) all right let's go to the bonus round double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right bonus round against the race so far leonard brothers is two for two and uh we're gonna see how he does in the bonus round now that everything counts for double the points you getting nervous leonard no sir all right he's not getting nervous let's check check what's going on with this one uh oh shit i clicked on the wrong part of the article a florida man oh florida and his wife were arrested for elderly abuse damn it oh beating up the old people Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm they got laws so you can't be beating up the old people now uh raymond who's 56 and debbie sutherland 54 were arrested monday they're both the same race by the way uh by osceola county sheriff's 
detectives after an investigation revealed that an 81 year old woman was abused by her son raymond back in mid-september the victim is currently in critical condition Oh, wow. while recovering in Kissimmee in a Kissimmee medical rehabilitation center the victims told deputies that she had fallen in the bedroom and asked her son on several times for assistance the victim then lost consciousness and woke up in a pool of her own blood she was not taken to the hospital for treatment until her son called an ambulance after some time at the hospital doctors informed the ocso detectives that the victim's injuries were not consistent with a fall but from abuse detectives interviewed raymond who initially denied harming his mother but admitted to taking medication that made him black out during the incident based on the evidence from doctors and raymond's statement detectives arrested him and his wife on felony battery charges raymond had also been charged with elderly neglect for not providing immediate medical assistance to his mother guess the race of raymond and his wife so you said he was he beat up his mother and he's still with his wife mm-hmm. he gotta be white gotta be white let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh oh actually it's a little slow we'll give him a second um um of time here all right whenever you guys want to guess uh let's see real life squid bill is white ha <laughs> early oh. kyler i know <laughs> someone uh, that means that they they were beating up grandma and shit (laughs) somebody doesn't love raymond white turn around and die white white couples teamwork white the correct answer is and you guys got it right white she was they were both white check those mugshots oh. yeah what is the woman right they both got beards oh put them beards on fleek ain't they <laughs> yo she got a goatee yes yeah that relationship is so serious right now damn it all right man Time. Hard too. She's not crazy eyes she got them crazy Shit. eyes death all right <laughs> um let's see um police say teen stabbed man with a sword during an argument over tobacco pipes shit come on man a casper teen what is this like the 18th century ah. a casper teen is facing a felony assault charge after allegedly cutting another man with a sword during a fight over tobacco pipes william john hackman aptly named 19 is charged with aggravated assault and battery according to a police report officers responded to the intersection of i don't give a fuck at 2 a.m ah they fr- they found the victim bleeding from a cut to his right arm the man was taken to wyoming medical center for treatment the victim said he had been cut by hackman home whom officers found in the nearby center street apartment earlier in the evening the victim had gone to a friend's apartment but his friend was not well was not home and he instead drank whiskey with hackman the two then argued over missing tobacco pipes and hackman took out what the victim thought was a katana sword hackman stabbed the armchair that he was sitting in several times before rising to his feet and cutting his own arms shit he then cut the victim with the sword the victim told police he tried to grab the sword but from hackman but he missed when interviewers by when interviewed by officers hackman said the victim sent began saying something about satanic 
and that the victim cut himself with the sword oh now both these niggas think they cut okay <laughs> hagman said the victim then cut him and showed the officer several scabbed over superficial cuts to his arm oh my god he's diabolical he mm. cut himself so he could pretend that the dude cut him yo that's crazy wow. the report says hagman changed his story several times eventually admitted to intentionally cutting the victim while searching the apartment police found a wakazasi she style sword the a blood spatter near an armchair with several slashes to his cushion according to the report watch your back guys all right more than michonne got swords out here Mm-hmm. uh make sure you check out linda brothers look and listen podcast on itunes and stitcher uh make sure you follow him on twitter at l brothers media and uh at look listen pod uh thank you so much for being on with us leonard man thank y'all for having me man i appreciate the opportunity once again no doubt man it was very fun yes uh everybody else make sure you check out bevel adam and eve uh shadow dog Productions on youtube we appreciate everybody that does that uh we'll be back on saturday with our feedback show and also friday balls d sports is brought to you by todd diamond and it's free for everybody so mm-hmm. we're gonna broadcast it live on um on um spreecast for everybody to see and we're also going to um put it on our feed so it'll be on our feed friday for everybody to listen to friday night saturday morning or whatever yeah, so extra show yeah y'all thank todd diamond uh on twitter and Ty Battle at TamaraWadeAndPartners.com. Uh, email them if you need housing, uh, land, or commercial property in the Atlanta area. Until uh, then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.